What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to uh, Spawncast episode. What was that, Evan? 115? 115, yeah. 115. All right, very cool, very cool. It's the first Spawncast actually after E3 2019 wrapped. And, you know, it was an okay E3, I guess, if you really step back and look at it. I see a lot of people disappointed, but we're going to be talking about E3 a lot. That's basically what most of this is going to be about, this podcast, because it was obviously a lot of stuff to go through. I'm going to try to get through it in, in the two hours. But uh, let me go around here. Uh, Sean is going to probably jump in midway through or at some point. So if you see him pop up, um, don't be surprised. But uh, looking down here from right to left, uh, OJ is with us tonight. How's it going, OJ? It's going good. Um, E3, once again, okay. There was some good stuff. There was some eh, not so good stuff like Ubisoft, for example. But uh, overall, uh, you know, there was, there was some cool stuff. But I think obviously next year is when developers like next gen that's really yeah. kind of saving stuff so it's gonna be it's fun next expected. year it's gonna yeah. be fun next year a lot of, yeah. i think a lot of people will go again next year so it'll be interesting uh let's see we got nate nate what's going on not too much good 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 jordan is with us what's going on jordan yo yo we pointed out the shower curtain already yeah there's the a batman shower curtain <laughs> Don't ask too many questions. Yeah, <laughs> it's your new closet, uh, right? You got that's my new closet. <laughs> I installed a closet. It's just hidden behind this Batman shower curtain. Uh, then Evan, Evans with us tonight. What's going on, Evan? Yeah, not much. Keeping busy, just going through the uh, stuff for too many games. Ooh. Yes, you'll be there uh, uh, selling shirts and pins, right? Shirts, pins, stickers. We got stuff. We got cool. Stuff. Very cool. Very cool. It's gonna be fun. Uh, then Max, Max got home in time to be on the podcast. Uh, on time is going on next. I'm a little sunburned. Uh, so two things. Uh, holy heck, I am 200 subscribers from 150,000. So Ooh. if you feel like subscribing, uh, Dreamcast guy, I'm 100. I'm so excited about 150 seems so giant to me. And also I've been playing Bloodstained. We'll talk about that in a bit. How did you get that early? Somebody actually mailed it to me. Uh, somebody who owns a store somewhere up north said, I'm supposed to put this on store shelves for 40. I'll mail it to you now if you pay me. And I was like, uh, yeah, okay. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna hit up your DMs then. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then uh, he's, this person's about to be providing copies all over the place out here, apparently. <laughs> right? Exactly. Because uh, I would say that's out on Tuesday, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think I've nearly beaten it. Uh, wow. It's. Uh, I'll talk about it in a second when we get to the what we've been playing. Are you? Are you technically under embargo or no? Or no? Well, no, because I, I, I just got it. And something I talked to some of the reviewers. It sounds like they're not giving out review copies till uh, June 18th. Weird. I mean, I guess it's kind of like a nod of the head embargo where if you go ahead and just release information about it, they just won't send you anything ever again. So, like, you that's true. Out. That's true. Yeah. I mean, who, who's doing that again? Who's, uh, like, it's who's 505 it? is actually the people handling the codes. And I think uh, Deep Silver is publishing. Yeah, well, Deep Silver's messing up all over the place here, all right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Austin, Austin John plays. What's going on, Austin? Hey, guys. Good to have you on. You it, were really excited about Pokemon, so. And and Breath of the Wild 2. And Breath of the Wild 2, yes. And, and Link's Awakening. And Link's Awakening. And Cadence of Hyrule. And Cadence of Hyrule. <laughs> I just got to say real quick, Austin, your background is just every time I see it, like video to video and now, so colorful, looks great. You did a great job setting that up, man. Thank you. Last time I was on here, it was when I was moving out of the old house, and now the new one is all here and set up, and I got all the fun colors going on. Oh, that, that's notifications of subscribers. Um, and yeah, just, oh, I like watching it on the replay. And I just messed around with the colors more. I wanted more RGB, more pop of color and stuff coming out. So mm. I'm really happy with the way it's coming out. Thank nice. you. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. This new room, then? New room and everything? New house. New house. New house? Yeah. 
Oh, very nice, very nice. I could invite you to the housewarming party if you want to drive up to Jersey. All right, <laughs> uh, Jersey. Uh, probably, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> what's Jersey. what's what's all that about? Because it's New Jersey, or because it's a far trip for a party? Both. both. Yeah. Both. I have we'll two guest both. rooms and an editing room. You could sleep in one of those. Okay. okay. It's, not like John, it's, it's not like John has like a family or anything, you know. Yeah. Like, like, he's got to be it's with a, her or anything. Like, like a newborn, you know. <laughs> uh, Jersey's interesting. Been through Jersey a couple times, and interesting place. <laughs> I'll say that. I'll say that. You say uh, that like it's Florida. Stop. It's not Florida. I've been to Florida. It's not Florida. <laughs> Florida, not... Florida's, Florida's great, by the way. Uh, it depends where you go. <laughs> Monday, I'm going down the shore. It's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, what's called? It's going to be the right Super Nintendo Land. What? The uh, the theme park? Aren't they having a theme park down in Florida yeah. for the Nintendo Land? Have... They they are, but they're gonna make they're gonna make sure that they do like evaluations before you go into there. They gotta check. Yeah, they gotta check you out <laughs> before you before you go into there. Because I ain't trying to have any weirdos come right. over here. Because because you know they're gonna try to get in. You know they, they are. They're gonna be like, "Have you ever smoked meth? Oh, you haven't. Welcome to Nintendo Land." Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. So what's uh what's everyone been playing this week? We'll we'll go through that and then we'll get into the E three stuff and go. We'll go conference by conference. Mm -hmm. Um, what's everyone been playing though? Max, you've been playing Bloodstain. Yes, so I've been playing Bloodstained and Judgment, uh, and I'm allowed Ooh. to talk about both. But uh, so first of all, Judgment, fantastic! Like just as a single word, fantastic. But let's talk about Bloodstained because there's not a lot of information on it. Um, holy heck, it's good. The combat is good. It is a little weird in the technical aspect. A lot of cutscenes are literal drawings on paper. Mm. Uh, which is strange. They'll basically be like, they unleash the horde of demons, and it's literally a drawing of like some winged things. Um, there is some freezes um, where the game will stop. You'll like attack a demon or like a boss will use a spell, and the game will freeze for a half second and then unfreeze. But all the physics other than that's going on. So your clothes will like fall down, your spell effects will still be lighting up the room. It seems like they probably wanted to do another month or two of bug testing and they mm. just had to throw it out. You can ask me something that might get patched. Well, so I'm playing with the day one patch and oh. they claim that the reason that there won't be reviews is that they're finishing the day one patch. I definitely installed it. So okay. are you talking about like a freeze frame? Like, like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sometimes like if there's like a bunch of like lightning going on, sometimes it'll just like freeze completely and then unfreeze. Are you talking about like something like that? I would call in Breath of the Wild, I would call those stutters more because those those start and stop so close to each other. It feels more like the game is like trying to catch up and load everything. Yeah, that sounds this sounds like an animation freeze. This, this feels like an animation freeze. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's not a tremendous problem. Um, combat is good. You have to grind, which I wasn't expecting because I haven't had to do that a lot since like uh, Circle of the Moon, like the, the older Game Boy ones. Um, a lot of times when I get to a boss, what I do is I would zigzag back and forth to the cow which are like the save points a couple times just to to get extra experience is it does it feel like symphony of the night um in a lot of ways yes you have the back step the back step is nice the combat is nice um the weirdest thing is i i like the way that symphony of the night kind of drip feeded out upgrades where you're getting like a new cool upgrade every like 20 minutes a new ability you get abilities like crazy they're called shards and when you kill a demon you'll randomly get a shard so like i just got an ability where i can like swing a demon head on a chain and it does a lot of damage so i just randomly got that because i killed the dude and then i died and it put me back pretty far because it doesn't have a checkpoint system and then when i fought that guy again it didn't give me that uh, chain upgrade mm. 
Okay. okay. But it's cool. I, I actually like that it's punishing. Uh, someone said anime or CGI then, or just drawings. Yeah. So it's, it's just literal drawings on paper is mm-hmm. how some of the cutscenes look. Okay. So it doesn't feel like it, they cut corners, I guess, on the cutscenes then. I think, yeah, I think oh. so. I, I'm going to do a huge video on this Monday, but my, my main thing is they just cared about gameplay. They just wanted to make the combat fun. They wanted to make every one of the crazy enemies really different. There is no copy-paste content. This is a very, very different style of game. Uh, but you can tell that when it came to cutscenes and stuff, they're like, does anybody really care? Yeah, because I know that like a lot of people were like really like bagging on the graphics, you know? And mm-hmm. I know that was one of their big, big things that they wanted to get fixed. Because I was an original backer. I was like one of the first like 100 to back the game, like full 60 mm-hmm. bucks back then and this game was not supposed to be anywhere near the scale that you're playing right now like they were just like oh let's just make a a nice little symphony of the night clone and then people started getting the anticipation Mm -hmm. for it and the uh the hype and the money they started getting was way more they wanted like five hundred thousand dollars they got like four million and then they're like oh no like people are going to expect way more than so then that's why it got delayed so much and that's why they got the publisher to kind of help in so what we're playing is something that's like and that's why Mm -hmm. maybe where they cut some corners a little bit they're just like we can't do everything this game's never going to come out you know the the art is good i like the graphics a lot the voice acting i think the facial animations are super they're like sock puppets but the voice acting is great like everybody like we play as like a what do they call her shard bearer? You're basically like a half demon human, which is why you can absorb demon abilities. Uh, and when she talks about her past and the surgeries and stuff, it, it's really good. I think like snakes in the game, like David Hayter, he's like one of yeah. the voice actors and, in the game. And they do his voice really. I mean, he talks like Snake of like, all, all right, right, we gotta stop the darkness. Like, okay, Snake. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, cool. What about Judgment? Can I play Judgment without playing any Yakuza games? Am I good? Yes. You you see a couple of the Yakuza families, and that's it. Um, play it in English. I like to voice acting in English a lot. Okay. Uh, the why, story- would, why would you not play it in English? Well, because all the previous games were only in Japanese. They put subtitles on, and that was a design choice. This is the first game they've done in like 14 or 15 years that actually has an English option, and the English voice actors are fantastic. Also, I'm pretty sure everything that you said about that, uh, the opinion so far, you could actually apply all that to Kirby 64 and the Crystal Shards. <laughs> I, I think it'd be really funny if we took like a sound clip of that in like Kirby 64 gameplay. Yeah, it just made it look like a review. Yeah, <laughs> someone someone do that, especially uh, the guy who does all the weird videos. <laughs> what, Ted Sumo? So I was playing, I played Cadence of Hyrule. Yes. And... I was curious who, if did anyone else play Kane's Hyrule? I know Austin I, did. Austin played, played a lot of it. I played it too. Okay. See, Sean played it and I wanted to get his take on it because he he was, he he, he liked the game, but he also didn't like the game. So he, he had an interesting take when I was talking to him about it. Uh, to, to see. But Austin, you've how many times have you played through it? My left thumb hurts so much. Isn't that weird? I was noticing that with the, because uh, it wants you to use the buttons on, on the, Joy-Con or the D-pad. Uh, that's actually a game where the, the buttons actually work well for it. I was thinking about because I use the Pro Controller for everything. I hate my Joy-Cons, but I was yeah. thinking about going to the Joy-Cons for this. Why do you why do you hate the Joy-Cons, by the way? Because the Pro Controller is one of the best controllers I've ever held in so, my life. So yeah. what you're saying is every Switch owner should buy a Pro Controller. It, this would be a better conversation if Sean was here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every Switch owner should own a Pro Controller. Well, no, no, no. Nate, Nate doesn't have a Pro Controller either. I, I am fine with the dog. I am happy with the dog face controller. You've been using the dog face controller for over two years now, Austin. What's the dog face controller? Where you have the two Joy-Con controllers and the grip. Oh, the Joy-Con grip? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. He just he just looks he looks sad right now, Nate, looking over there. <laughs> Hearing some small violin music. I was in my gonna head. say, oh man. See, that's everyone we have on here, Nate. You see this? Pro controller. Hey, Sean, Sean and I know the truth. I need yeah, I need Sean to get on here because he bought that Power Rangers collector's edition rather than a pro controller, and he spent ninety dollars oh, on that man. thing. And <laughs> Crayola crans the game. And the and the pro controller was down actually on sale for fifty dollars. That's still that's not cheap enough. What the how is it not wait a minute? How is it not cheap enough? $50 plus like $5 to ship it. All of a sudden it's up to 55 bucks. Nah. It's a good controller. I thought it was 50 on Amazon, which meant no shipping. If you have I love that. It's a $5 shipping. Soon it's like 55 It's just 5 bucks. Then I got to include taxes. I mean, all of a sudden I'm only saving myself like 10 bucks. Nah. I'll wait until it's on sale for like 40 Well, I am excited for the new the new Hori split Joy-Con thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna check that out. We actually have a question about that. Discord yeah, I, I pre-ordered that, and I also hit them up because I want to review it. Yes, yes, uh, that'd be good. But yeah, uh, Cadence of Hyrule was in, it was different than I thought it would be at first. I mean, we saw gameplay, but that was a game I was. Once you start playing it, it's hard in the beginning. It's super like your first like three hours, you're gonna die more than a dozen times. Yeah, you really have to get used to that because you have to figure out okay, I have to stay on rhythm and then I have to watch the enemies and kind of let them get themselves into trouble while I hit them with a spear. Yeah, over once, and over. You, once you learn the enemy movements, you get the loot, you get the spin attack, and then you unlock some fairies for your power ups, then you're fine. Mm. Then yeah. you can just blow through the game. You know, I liked it that the music is really good. Oh, they're bangers. All of them are bangers. I that downloaded is... I downloaded a, a game rip of all the music like an hour ago. All of it is fantastic. Yeah, they need to they need to like limited run games needs to get on this, and uh, they need to get the game physically, and then they have to put it on like a CD or something, like put the soundtrack out physically, because it is it is really good. I was uh, I was watching your stream, Austin John, while you were playing it, and uh, holy crap, are you good at it? Hey, and it was really funny. At one point, someone was like, "Turn the music down," and you were like, "No, this music's great. I'm not doing that. I need to hear it." (laughs) And I was like, "Man, has a point." Did you did you get your time uh, down, Austin, from 16 hours? Uh, That's (laughs) because I kept my switch on. Apparently, if you put the game into sleep mode, it'll log that time, which is super weird. Sean turned it at a time of like 25 hours or something. I got down to just over two hours, which day one leaderboards, I would have been number three, but now a whole bunch of people from Korea and China and Japan are down to like a half hour. This game apparently like with a crypto necro dancer is actually really popular like overseas. Mm -hmm. Like they, they heavily speed run that thing. I had never heard of this game until Cadence Hyrule. I'm going to be honest. I heard about it, but I didn't know anything about the game. I hadn't heard. Evan, you said you had it on your Steam wish list forever. Yeah, I kept looking at it because I kept people kept telling me, and it kept popping up in my uh, suggested because it's sort of like a pseudo adventure game, but rhythm. And I'd watch it, but it's never really appealed to me a hundred percent. It's like if you go on the Switch, it's like three dollars right now. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, it's like eighty percent off for Crypto the Necro Dancer. If you wanted to try it, yeah, uh, I think it's like five bucks. Is it okay? I just know they marked it down like 80% and people are like, it's like a couple bucks right now. If you want to go check it out, I think it's still like the 18th or something, but uh, I might actually, I was going to go grab that to be honest, either tonight or tomorrow, just to check that out. Cause I yeah. like Caden Hyrule. Although I like, I really like Caden's Hyrule because it's like kind of a, the open world, like Zelda. And then it also has the awesome music. So maybe that's kind of like skewing it in that favor. I don't know. It's um, kind of like you're playing Zelda one on the NES. But it's a randomizer, 
and the music is dope and you can only move on beat. <laughs> yes, yeah. Apparently you can turn that off though. You can actually make it so it's like a turn-based game then. That's easy mode. That's garbage. Don't do is that. Is it? Is that easy yeah. mode? I wasn't sure. I, have, I haven't tried it yet. There's an easy there's an easy mode in there cuz I was getting my butt kicked and they're like, "You want to turn the easy?" I was like, "No." <laughs> I just don't I'm just, I'm just not going to like this game. I'll take the pain. <laughs> it just it takes the rhythm out of it and you basically whenever you move, I guess the enemies move then. Yeah. No, the idea. You, you, no, just, you just move freely. Everyone still moves on beat other than you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That makes it real easy then. It's just yeah, not you fun. Just move around. You can just move around. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Wow. Does that not count towards the leaderboard then? There's a different leaderboard. Uh, it's called the scrub leaderboard. Scrub leaderboard. <laughs> okay. 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 As soon as you turn the mode on, it's like, hey, just to let you know, you're going to be put on the shitty leaderboard and everyone's going to know it. Everyone's gonna know it. They're gonna shame you. We're gonna take over your Twitter account and post oh, it. Oh man, you can't you can't go on that board. That's not a good thing to go. No. On. no. Uh, but I did I did Cadence Hyrule. Uh, Nate, did you play Cadence Hyrule? No. Okay, got it. Uh, then uh, then I did play Secret of Mana Collection as well. Mm -hmm. So did I. And I I like it. I do, but it's I mean it's a really cool thing. The whole point is seeing what is essentially I guess Secret of Mana two or second like three finally get localized outside of japan that was the whole point of it mm -hmm. um was for that but uh it, i mean it controls well i mean it's good emulation everything it works fine i mean they're super nintendo games and a game boy game so it's mm -hmm. like of course it's gonna run fine um but uh other than that those are the big ones i played and then i did also play forza horizon 4 legos that looked okay. so awesome how was it so it awesome. is actually really really fun I was playing it, Max, when we were doing the podcast because I kept talking about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything was made out of Legos. It's great. The trees are Legos. Uh, there are like little planes that are Legos. The first part thing you do is go for this big jump and a plane comes flying by. There's only one song playing the whole time. Uh, no, no, they have, yeah, different, they, have different awesome. <laughs> they have different things playing. Yeah, you can, you can, you have like a radio, you have a radio, you can change the stations and stuff. I've heard I, a lot of people telling me it's, uh, it's really good. Isn't it like 18 bucks or something like it's, that? It's $18. Yeah. Man. But if you have like, if you have game pass, you already got the game. So technically it was like 18 bucks for the expansion. On it. I, yeah. I hear, I hear game yeah. pass is like a dollar. Yeah. It's like a Dude, dollar I, for just a dollar. I switched up for just a dollar. You can get <laughs> ultimate this month. That's what I did. I, I, I switched I up ultimate. instantly. I have ultimate for 12 months apparently now for a dollar a month or something crazy. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, the, I'm excited to play. I, I might have to pick up the Lego one because, like, one, it looks great. But I loved for Horizon Three with the uh, the Hot Wheels. Yeah, that was the best part. Like that was they, so cool. That's the that's what I really like about Horizon is they don't take it seriously, so they just do some of the wackiest stuff ever. You know, yeah. we're talking about like Hot Wheels and now Legos. And the whole thing is you go around, you collect bricks, and then you're building up like your house and like your little mansion and stuff as you oh, go. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, so there's actually yeah, some, like some pretty cool elements to it, and I like it. It's fun. I'll have to it's check that fun. out then for sure. Let me let me know if this is right. I believe Forza is acclaimed for being how realistically accurate the driving experience is. The main series. The main series. Yeah. Horizon. Yeah, okay. Horizon's like uh, burnout kind of compared to like Gran Turismo. Okay. Think about kind of like that. Like Horizon, you're driving through fields and all kinds of stuff. And it's <laughs> it's fun. It's a good time. I, I like Horizon way more than the regular series. I feel like same. the regular series is like the same thing over well, and over again. Well, Motorsports started great. I mean, I played it back in the day. And I think when it started out, it was the only like hyper-realistic simulation yes. racer out there at the time that had so many different licensed cars. But now we're at a point where it's like, okay, simulation's easy. Make it fun. Yeah. The original the original Xbox had a real the really cool version of Forza. When that mm. first came out, that was awesome. Um, that's because you could like you could actually share the designs online back then on the 360. I remember that too. 
Yeah, a lot of dicks. It was great. But yeah, the Lego Lego uh, expansion is really really cool. I, I was having fun with it. That was actually one of my favorite announcements from the Microsoft <laughs> stuff because it was something I could play right away. And it wasn't as techly. Hey, they had uh, to come out with an excuse to bring out a car on stage. And, but a they car they, made they, out of Legos. But they trolled everyone because it was a sh- it was like shadowed, and then they mm-hmm. turned the lights on, and it was made out of Legos. I know so, that's great. I'm just they still got that excuse to bring something yeah. on stage. You still have to have a car on stage. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a mandatory checklist for your uh, E3 bingo. <laughs> yeah. While we're talking about things that. We're mm-hmm. playing. I also mm-hmm. reinstalled my Bethesda launcher. I'm sorry. For what? For Fallout 76 now solo player missions. Uh, uh oh, wait. they were doing like they were doing like Battle Royale too, right? <laughs> yeah, but I'm not talking Royale, about that. I'm talking about they added NPCs and a single uh, player quest yeah. line into the game mm-hmm. to make it more like Fallout 4. I haven't played it yet. I just what? reinstalled the launcher. It's, it's not in yet, John. It's gonna be a while. Or Austin, sorry. Yeah, it, it's uh, they're adding that in in like three months. Oh shoot! Yeah, all right now, all there is is the battle royale. But <laughs> yeah, you can uninstall out, for a while. Great, I'm out. gonna uninstall. Oh, oh, they shipped my canvas bag. It'll be uh, here next I heard, week. I heard that. It's funny uh, enough. The battle royale isn't terrible. It's actually pretty sharp. I can't. I can't, dude. That game is not the mechanics <laughs> for any type of battle royale. So they they released a bunch of patches over the last three weeks that completely changed the shooting. So it's really fast now. Um, it works. I I would say. Play it for free. Right now, Fallout 76 is for free. Um, I still want to pay for it, but as somebody who already got suckered, I'm glad that mode's I, there. Good. I got suckered. I got the collector's edition back when the game came out. How I did you guys get suckered? You knew the game was bad before it launched. No. No. no we, we knew it was bad at launch. announcement. That's when we ordered our Power Armor edition. Yeah, that's when we Thank pre-ordered you very it. much, OJ. Yeah, and I didn't pay the full 200. I pre-ordered out. it. I, got a, I had a Best Buy glitch where I pre-ordered it for 150 oh, yeah, instead of $200. guy, I wanted the helmet. I have every other I have every other Fallout collector's edition, so I needed it. You get suckered into Jump Force too? I had yes, two I did. I, I did, did 100%. Well. They got me in there with all the characters I love, and I bought. Can you let me speak? Oh. Right. <laughs> I will. I will come down. I will fly across the country. And, all right, listen. <laughs> listen, I got it, and I still haven't played Fallout 76 at all. I have it. It's still it's still packaged up. Have not put it in my PS4. Once. This, is, oh, this is the same guy who got suckered the most. Max got suckered the most with that drink right there. I know. Yeah, exactly. The true collectors had to drink this piss out of a jar. All right. I, I even I real. Bought that. I bought the the Nuka Dark. First of all, it's not that bad of a rum. It I, really it, isn't. It, it tastes like suntan lotion. It's like Sailor Jerry's mixed with Coca-Cola syrup. That was the banana. The banana aftertaste killed me, man. What were you saying, Nate? The pouring experience. Jordan got the Rage 2 Collector's Edition. Shouldn't that just... But that should be enough proof that he just listen. I have, I have, have, have four thousand Blu-rays, and he buys shit. all of these special editions. He has a problem. Listen, we're aware. I, I also got another collector's edition I pre-ordered when we talk about a certain game. Final Fantasy, 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 Fantasy Seven. You got the yeah. motorcycle with the so watch. Shut up! Don't ruin the surprise. Wait, yeah. you ordered the motorcycle? I, yeah. I did the like five hundred dollar one. Oh, the three hundred and thirty dollars limited edition Final Fantasy VII with the motorcycle. That's yes, because I didn't because I couldn't get the uh, the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven motorcycle statue. So I said, you know what? I'll settle with Final Fantasy. At least that's a good game. Yeah, yeah well, for once, right? I'm well, gonna collect this for a good. We game. We think it is. Correction: hey, Rage Two is fine. It's the first part of a good game. 
Right. Well, yeah. yeah. It's it's the first part of a good game. That motorcycle looks sick. It, I, I it, want it. it looks a bit better than Jump Force. So, I mean, I can see why. It I, looks yeah. a lot better than Jump Force. Oh, does, okay. Yes. It looks a lot better than Jump Force. Yes. All right. Yeah, I got Jump Force in. never actually looked good. <laughs> all right. So now, since, since I'm getting roasted, I'm going to talk about what I've been playing. All right. Changing the subject. All right. All right. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Borderlands 2 because last week I said that they were going to drop a new DLC for Borderlands 2. And lo and behold, they did. And it was the exact title that I brought up uh, Commander um, Lilith and, uh, and the Fall of Sight, whatever I said last week, whatever. I played it. It's, it's actually it's free. In, and now Borderlands 2 is uh, on Game Pass and it's on uh, PlayStation Plus this month. So it's if you have either of those on either console, you can get the game as well. Mm. Um, I've been playing through a lot more Borderlands 2, just having fun with it. The DLC itself was a large little piece of DLC. Like it wasn't just like, it wasn't as big as their previous DLCs, but it's a lot bigger than their Headhunter packs, which you can beat in like an hour. At, you know, the, this took about like three or four around there. If you're just doing everything good, little bit of area, good story it explains a lot of stuff that's going to happen between two and three. Um, so, yeah, it was really, really cool. And uh, that's that's basically all I played this week is Borderlands stuff. So fair enough. Fair enough. What about uh, what about you, Evan? I uh, mostly just roll a champion since they have that beta going. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Splatfest today. Oh, okay, cool. Why don't you tell us about the the role of champions when we get to Ubisoft's events? You can tell us all about that. Yeah, I can bring I it up. And then, uh, oh, what about Nate? Uh, I played some Gears 5 this week. I'm pretty sure it's under embargo, so I can't really talk about it. And I think I played a weird indie game. I need are you, part of, are you name. part of their, uh, like their beta or what is it for Gears it's 5? kind of like a beta, but it okay. was extremely limited to the amount of people who could play. Like, we could only play it for like two hours. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, and I played a weird indie game called The Savior's Gang, where you lead people to salvation, and if you die, Jesus Christ makes fun of you. Oh, wow. Sounds like an eShop game. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's He's a tough cookie. It's something. Jesus wasn't happy when some of these people died. <laughs> How do you find these games, Nate? I find the publishers who just contact me saying, hey, you want to find salvation i'm like okay you can you're allowed i mean you're allowed to say no i mean you can be like mm. yeah but you never know what game is going to get like the it's going to go viral for some reason because it's either so bad it's good so you're better off you know covering it I you think this is going to be one of those games because i don't it doesn't sound like one. no of those. it's not it's not going to lead anyone you have to get on camera for that nate if anything people are going to go to hell for like playing the game <laughs> sacrilege yeah uh that uh oj what about you man what have you been up to i, I finally got spider-man spooderman marvel spooderman you got spider -Man? finally oh nice played it for an hour last night or something yeah on, it, um, on my ps4 pro uh, it was 20 bucks that's good so i waited eight months to put to get <laughs> particularly so i'm gonna get it when it's 20 and it was right. 20 bucks bought it played it for a bit for about an hour or so got beat up by a fat dude uh kingpin <laughs> yep um Yep, the yeah, first thing in the game. Yep. Oh, it is only twenty dollars. Yeah, it's twenty bucks. Days Gone, uh, God of War, and also Spider Man are all twenty dollars for like limited time. So like, I think it's gonna be in where. Here. Yeah, I grabbed. Uh, I grabbed Amazon. Days Gone. Yeah, I grabbed Days Gone. You can do. You can get like Amazon, pretty much any place. I mean, I didn't see it for twenty bucks on Amazon. Yeah, I got. I, I, I got it on right now for twenty dollars on Amazon. Days Gone. No, Spider Man. Days Spider -Man. Gone. I got Days Gone at Walmart because it was a pricing error. It was supposed to be forty, and they had it at twenty. So yeah, I had Days Gone says forty. Yeah, it was supposed to be forty, but Walmart accidentally priced it at twenty, so I grabbed that real quick. They're doing well, a promotion. The newest owner of Spider-Man. There you go. Uh, so yeah, I picked it up. Uh, it's great on PS4 Pro. It looks 
amazing. The controls are good. Um, I'm enjoying it so far. Definitely makes you feel like, you know, Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. um, I like the whole leveling system in there and like what you can do, like the combos and the upgrade system. It's it's great. And for 20 bucks, it's even better. So Remind yeah, it reminded me of Spider-Man 2 a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like the open world, how you're like swinging through. It was a lot of fun. I like the combat, but it seems like it's very heavily like Batman Arkham. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, the combat. Like, exactly like Batman Arkham, but, but Spider-Man. It know? feels like a dumbed down version of it. When I reviewed it, my only problem was the game is very easy. Like even on normal difficulty, like people just, you. it's it's the way Batman got at times where mm. I'm freaking Batman. Nobody can mess with me. I'm a yeah. ninja. As you start, when you start upgrading everything, you, you do get pretty strong. It's yeah. It's just the Batman. It's the exact same thing as Batman, except faster because you're more agile and you're flipping over and you're running from side to side, hitting people or Batman. You usually just kind of stationary. And then every once in a while you glide to the other side. Well, you can flip over people's heads on bat and Batman. Well, yeah, you can, but I'm saying Spider-Man's a lot. He's a lot faster oh, yeah. than Batman. Did you play with Robin? Cause Robin's pretty, he's pretty Robin's quick. fast. Yeah. yeah Robin's Robin, but he's not as fast as Spider-Man. It's not as the, quick. The traversal in Spider-Man's awesome. Like the swinging. And when you like, you can like uh what springboard off of something. And it gives like those really cool waves of like the motion when you hit off of it you can like um, jet stream awesome. like where you like just like do like the double boost so oh, it's great yeah, yeah it's, it's great i'm liking it i'm probably gonna play it again um had fun with it uh but yeah it was great 20 bucks everybody should go buy it now austin you haven't you haven't played spider-man yet uh no i bought Ooh. a ps4 pro to play god of war yeah okay yeah uh and fallout 76 i mm. did not play the latter of those two uh and i definitely wanted to pick up spider-man i just never got around to it because i knew it's one of those games that i want to sink a full 40 plus in okay yeah well spider-man's like you can get through spider-man like 20 hours yeah but can you complete it in 20 hours uh, i think I mean, you might be right 30 to 40 to like 100 percent it well, I, i've seen as low as like 25 hours 25 to 30 to 100 percent it I, yeah, I i i platinumed it when I I play a game, I like to I like to one hundred percent. You like it's it's a cool little open like it's not massive because how fast Spider Man can move, but it's it still feels big enough to like swing around and find stuff and everything. It's fun. Well, and and as you upgrade your swinging speed later in the game, it does definitely get to that point where you're like, oh, I want to go to the other side of Manhattan. Yeah, here we are. It's cool though. You, I think you'll like it, Austin. Okay, you'll like it. I think you'll enjoy it. Well, um, I just bought it, so we'll see. Nice. Very cool. Uh, Evan, you got a Discord question for us while I pull up some Super Chats before we move into E3? Uh, well, which E3 thing are we going into? Do you want to go into the Bethesda one right away? Yeah, you can do Bethesda. Go for it. Do you feel it's a bit disrespectful to consumers for Bethesda to be doing what it's doing with its mobile games market? For instance, bringing a mobile game with microtransaction focus to the Switch, as well as the resurrection of an old title in the form of a mobile game. <laughs> they talking about uh, what's Commander Keen, yeah. Keen, yeah, Commander Keen. <laughs> People are not happy with that. The design was pretty bad, so yeah. Yeah. you didn't like the Johnny Test esque like cartoon uh, intro. Man, I don't. So, I mean, I know why I these I developers. See how it's disrespectful. Like, well, Bla I, isn't Blades like really, really bad with its microtransactions? Yeah, yeah. but when it's going to come to the Switch, it's just going to be you buy the game. It's free on Switch. Yeah, I thought so. Right. Yeah. It's so, free. And then they go, here, give us microtransactions. Give us money. <laughs> but then it's no different than Fallout Shelter. So no, I, I think yeah, yeah, the other mobile game they brought to the Switch, yeah. That mm -hmm. people liked and people enjoyed. So the problem is, is what Blade sucks. So that's why it's an issue. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I think it's disrespectful just because I feel like it's a trade show that tries to cater to the most hardcore journalists and gamers of like, hey, here's the crazy stuff you're going to be loving, and so to bring out like 
commercials for the most terrible clicker clash of clans bullshit does feel like to me seems like a waste of time and a waste of our attention they, they know what they know what makes the money that's yeah, right. yeah mobile is just such a huge part of their industry now that's where they can make hundreds of millions billions of dollars and e3 is a trade show for video games so they're going to highlight mobile software at it but, but, but mobile getting pulled over to the switch but that's i mean that's a decision to make money if it wasn't at e3 and it was just in like a random direct where people say oh it shouldn't be in a random direct it's it's bethesda to show their stockholders to show their supporters what they are doing for this fiscal year. That's yeah, we, if, if it wasn't there, we wouldn't have dude in the front screaming about Commander Keen having, you know, uh, microtransactions or whatever. <laughs> Gosh, that crowd. Uh, I think it's just they, they just want to show people mobile games because it makes them a bunch of money. But they need to do something else with... Uh, I mean, they're doing... I guess Doom Eternal, right? For the Switch. Uh, if you're if they're talking about disrespectful for Switch. But uh, I'm surprised they haven't pushed a Fallout over yet. They're, I mean, in terms of, like, disrespectful... I, I don't see this disrespectful. I think that they're treating partially the switch. Like they are putting games like doom and, and, and like Wolfenstein on the switch, but yeah. they're putting these mobile S games on there because they're also treating it as a half mobile console because some people see it that way. It's like, Oh, I take this on the go. It's like my phone. Uh, you know, I can do certain things on it. That's why they're going to throw any game that they put on a cell phone onto the switch. Uh, let me go through some of the super chats here. You got Danny Lee. Uh, no message. Thanks, Danny Lee. Ethan R says, get Game Pass for Sarabon and RE5 for a dollar. And Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, yeah, Kazooie's on there. And that uh, Kazooie and Tui got an, uh, what, what the um, a patch so that does 4K and everything now, and it runs at 60, so I guess it's 4K. Do they? Yeah, that's coming out. Uh, if it's not out yet, it's out soon. But I was getting, like, enhancement patch. I'm down so, for that. Yeah, right. check that out. Yep. Uh... That's I guess that's technically the best way to play it now because the N64 version runs at like 20 frames. It's been the best way to play it. Yeah, it's great on there. Um, Matthew, no message. Uh, thanks, Matthew. Uh, Wishbone says, NVIDIA would be great on Turbo Graphics next gen. Uh, what's that? that would have to be Konami. <laughs> Konami's not doing that. I can't believe they announced a plug-and-play Turbo Graphics system. That's weird. Uh, Andy Ackerman says this week's uh, SC message goes out to Max. Get it, brother. Almost there. Ooh, 150 is getting close. I can already see a bunch of people subscribing. I appreciate it. Cool, man. Cool. Uh, very good. Jaden, uh, no message. Thanks, Jaden. Will says, anybody get Curse of the Moon at Best Buy? I can't find it. Also, big fan. Grats on the baby spawn. Also, is Final Fantasy 12 Switch any good? Yeah, Final Fantasy 12 is a very good game. Yes, yeah, it is. On Switch, it's great. The one downside I do want to warn you about is it drains your battery fast, definitely faster than any of the other Final Fantasies I've put on there. For some reason, 12 really eats your battery yeah. up. Okay. Yeah, however, if you're doing the uh, the Negel, the Negelmar, whatever his name is, auto-leveling yeah. exploit, you could just plug it in and just set it down wherever <laughs> you are in the house. It's great. Is that the Flan thing? No, that's the one when you're in the still shrine of Miriam and he resurrects zombies. And if your gambit is attacking one under 3000 HP, and then hmm. like, once you start doing it, just all your characters level up, you leave it on for like, I don't know, a day or a week or so. And I, then you just blow okay. through the game. I've always done the trick where there's the flans that split at one health. So you take off everybody's weapons, put them on just auto heal and then put uh, reflect shields on and they'll keep pat throwing a, a low level poison on themselves. And so they just keep splitting and splitting and splitting. I read about that one, but I never actually it, did it. Also, 
it's easier, but I do think it's slower. Your your way is better. Yeah, in the Henny Mines, that area is just real small. That four way intersection yeah. where yep. those yep. are. You can press the button purposely to lock yourself in. Yeah. Did, did anybody get Curse of the Moon at Best Buy? That was Will's other question. I didn't, but I saw a lot of pictures of it. It yeah. seemed like they had a lot of copies, but it seems like a lot of people bought multiples. Mm, probably resell. <laughs> uh, I'll have to check that out, though, because I did want that physically there. Okay. Uh, let me add uh, the hell shot. No message. Then uh, they also said after that, hashtag free OJ and happy for Breath of the Wild, too. And then Matthew Campos also said hashtag free OJ. <laughs> oh, you know, you know, OJ just got uh, he's coming to Twitter. Twitch. Twitter. No, he's talking about OJ Simpson now. Uh, OJ Simpson. <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought he was like, I thought OJ's like streaming stuff was back. No, I, no. OJ OJ Simpson is coming to Twitter. He made a video announcing that he's coming to Twitter. And oh god, what, what, was, he the, said, what was the phrasing? He said he's gonna get back at everyone. Yeah, I gotta he's get like, even. He goes, I gotta yeah. get even with people. And people are like, bro, you killed. And two. it was I'll it's three that. days after the 25th anniversary of the murders. Oh yeah. Well, and yeah. somebody somebody uh, replied with a picture like a, of OJ Simpson and some uh, like lady in the 90s. It says, you met my mom in 1995 when she was pregnant with me. Big thanks for not, you know, and he put knife emotes. Wow. <laughs> I got Jesus. a lot of getting even to do was his okay. exact. I'll, I'll say I have nothing to do with OJ Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, have, you have nothing to do with this. This very old black man. No, no, I, I no, I, I have nothing to do with him. <laughs> also, you have hair. He doesn't. Outside, outside of us wearing the same number when I played football, some people said uh, the reason why I got the nickname is that I played very much like him when he was before he killed people. Okay. Before the yeah. Before I'm the, nervous right now. You guys all go subscribe to my channel and help me out, please. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, uh, Richard Bender says shout out to all my peeps over at r slash spawn wave. Cool, cool. Uh, H Hall, no message. Thanks, H Hall. Uh, Squint ATL Atlanta, uh, no message. Uh, Ethan R says, When's the aggro crag coming in, Jordan? Money wasted. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't forget, Jordan. They don't forget. I didn't order it yet because Sean hasn't ordered it yet. We haven't decided which ones we're getting. Yeah, well, I, Sean, Sean, he's gonna pro, he, okay. he's gonna pro controller. I tried to buy an aggro crag, they're not that expensive. They're on eBay, there's a few. Uh, Dreamcast guy's mom says, Uh, can we get Alinity or clean? Prince Gaming on Spawncast. Well, I know who Clean Prince Gaming is, so... Alinity is the Twitch streamer who said, can we copy strike PewDiePie? Ah, well, I'm, I'm sure we could get uh, uh, Clean Prince on here at some point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I've talked to him. Yeah, and obviously I think Jordan understands who he is. I talk to him almost three times a day. Hmm. Okay, there you go. Very good. Uh, let's, uh, let's move into E3. Do we, we already talked about EA last week, so we're good on that. Um, actually, no, you know what? There was one other super chat, and I say this uh, till right at the end. Uh, it's, a, it's from DW saying, hashtag bring back national decks. Yes. So, Austin, what's, before we go into E3 real quick, what's happening with that? Okay, uh, I'm going to make this as quick as possible. So, um, the national decks is something that once you complete the main story of a Pokemon game, which when you're playing through, you have what's known as the regional decks. Regional decks is all the Pokemon that are present in that area and then once you complete the game you get the national decks which is the full proper number order of all the pokemon and it starts all the way from pokemon generation one up until the current generation of whatever game you're playing 
In Pokemon Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, the national decks was not present. And the regional decks in Sun and Moon went to 300. Ultra Sun and Moon went to 400. And after that point, you were able to transfer your Pokemon from Pokemon Bank, essentially the storage system of all your Pokemon. And they just wouldn't show up with a dex number. However, now with Pokemon Sword and Shield, they're talking about that if it's not supported in the regional decks, also they're not having a national decks, that all your Pokemon from the now Pokemon bank, going to be called Pokemon Home, you're not going to be able to transfer them in whatsoever. They're just not going to be coded or supported into the game. And a lot of people are, one, very upset about that because Pokemon has always been like, hey, we know that you love all your Pokemon. You never want to leave them behind. You have to leave them behind now. Mm. Say so it's not going to be possible to catch all the Pokemon in these new Sword and Shield then. Well, it hasn't been possible to capture every single Pokemon in a very long time. Oh, okay. Ever since Generation 6 with XY Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. That was the last generation that allowed you to get all of the non-mythical Pokemon between four games of the same generation. In Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, there were 125 Pokemon that you could not obtain, including Mythicals. And going into Sword and Shield, a lot of people think that, one, they're either they're going to patch it in and they're, you're going to be able to do it. I have some fun theories that me and Pimp Knight are going to be doing a collaboration on and releasing this week, discussing some ideas that could be going forward that could make everyone happy. However, this does point to... The next games, Pokemon of 2020 being Diamond and Pearl remakes, are going to have a lot more of those supported Pokemon. So there's a good chance that we're going to see a lack of Generation <laughs> 4 Pokemon and Pokemon Sword and Shield. Excuse me, did you say did you say Diamond and Pearl remakes? Yeah. Is it, hasn't, that been, hasn't that been a like a theory or rumor for a long time? <laughs> That's been a lot for like five years. However, yeah, but I didn't believe it. Really? If you look at the scales of black and white two and look at the sales of ultra sun ultra moon and compare that to the sales of heart gold and soul silver and omega ruby alpha sapphire remakes sell and especially yes. when on a new generation they want to use the new hardware and reimagine or re-envision an older region mm. from that's, a my business favorite, that's my favorite one of all time austin my from a business standpoint time. it makes sense i would love that that, you made me very happy right now. I'm very happy with you right now because <laughs> I know you're a Pokemon guy. So I'm very yeah. happy with that. There's a very good chance that 2020 we're going to see Diamond Pearl remakes. Oh or more God. Let's Go games. Well, I, we Pearl. may be seeing Let's Go games, <laughs> but I don't feel as though they would be released at the same time to compete with the hardcore or the core yeah. RPG series. I was thinking we would get a dual release where something's earlier in the year with like Let's Go and then we get the main releases at the end of the year with like Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. So are people just concerned, Austin, that this won't have a lot of Pokemon in it? Is that the problem? Well, no one is concerned that there won't be a lot of Pokemon because there's going to be at least 400. My number is 500. I'm hmm. My money is literally on between 5 and 550. 500 more likely. Um, there's going to be a lot of Pokemon, except they're ditching Pokemon that require just way too much work. Mm. You may have seen some videos on YouTube about 1,000 Pokemon already. They're referring to how many forms of Pokemon. Mm. An example from Generation 2, there's a Pokemon named Unknown, which there are models for every letter of the alphabet and then some. So for this one Pokemon, they need to create 27 or 28 different models of it. Mm -hmm. And that's just time that they don't want to spend. Also, mm. when you really look at the graphic comparison between Pokemon 
Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon versus Let's Go. Let's Go is a little bit better, but when you compare it to what we've seen in Ultra Sword and Shield, uh, it's dramatically better. And in my video coming out, I'm literally going to be breaking down like Machoke's ripped as opposed mm. to Let's Go. It looks like he skipped leg day because of the shadowing. So is this is this a is this a big deal then Austin or no? What's happening? To I I like to think of myself as very forward thinking. I'm not mad at it. I think it's great. I love the idea. There's way too many Pokemon and so many of them that are forgettable. Like, yes, the first Pokemon game that you played, there's gonna be Pokemon that you absolutely love and adore, but then there's ones that like you don't care about. You caught it, it sat in a box forever. No one cares. Mm, so, like, it so are people just concerned that like they have a Pokemon right now that they're thinking about that they want to use, and it just won't be in Sword and Shield because we they don't even know. Like, people don't know what what's actually in the game yet. You better have Ekans. It's an all. It's all sentimentality. It's oh, I've had this Charmander for all these years, and I want Charmander to stay with me in these new games. And it also it messes with the competitive scene a little bit. It's it's not as big of a deal beyond a sentimental value standpoint, though. Yeah, and That's... anyone who has that train of thought of this ruins it, then you're not really experiencing the games. You're probably the people who complain that the new games are too easy. You just blow through it, get to the post story, and then you're upset with how easy the game was. Mm -hmm. But when you play from it from the beginning, the way that it's intended to, and you turn off all the helping features because we're adults, and like mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun. It's uh, I wonder if they'll do patches and stuff down the road because the switch well, is, uh, takes patches a bit easier than like they haven't even actually given a full like stance on the subject. They said this wasn't something that we were really thinking about. They haven't said they won't do it, they haven't said they will, right? It, it's still in limbo, and people like expecting them to hit this launch date this year and have all of those type of features of like all those type of Pokemon would have been crazy. People yeah. saying, Oh, Game Freak's lazy. No, they're not lazy to release a Pokemon. On time, you can't delay a Pokemon game because no, they have merchandise for movies, the show, and everything else. They have to hit that date. Delaying is not an option. You either you have to release it. Yeah. So to do something like that would have just been, hey, we'll patch it in next year. Or but whatever. also the other excuse, the other uh, side of it is they've had so much time, and they've said they've had so much time working on this game because uh, the main core Pokemon team who's been doing this one with the people who did sun and moon and the B team was doing ultra sun, ultra moon. So they've had from probably during or even earlier than 2016 till now to code all that. If there were allowing the transfers to come into the game. And, that's, know, I mean, game. that's coding and animating, you know, 800 Pokemon. And it's also three years. Yeah. Well, but is that, it, an, is that enough not, time? Is that enough time? Pokemon. It's 1000 forms of Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah is that it's, it's a lot of work i'm I'm not i'm not saying it's right yeah. or wrong like i'm if just you saying wanna, if you want to include rodom you need to do six different rodoms that are all, all very different plus with dynamaxing they're literally going to be enormous and you're going to be able to see every single imperfection so the people who play the citra emulator and upscale it to 4k and they're like this looks great yeah it looks great because you're used to looking at it on a screen that's 200 pixels yeah. wide but once you see it in full 1080 and like plus it's massive like you're gonna see imperfections and they don't want that i think i think we just need to wait a bit longer to see what they announce for like even how many Pokemon are in the game. We don't even know that yet, right? So like I I, I guess we have to wait for that to come out. 
yeah. before before we can kind of go from there with with national decks and everything. So people are just getting upset because it's something to do. Okay, that's about as, right. <laughs> as, as a casual Pokemon fan, somebody who's played and beaten a good chunk of them, but not all of them, I think that this is cool. I feel yeah. like we needed eventually. We were gonna have to slim things down a little bit, and I think focusing on the cooler, better designed Pokemon. A okay with me. I'm just happy to be off that 240p screen. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the wild area. That's the thing that I like. They were showing yeah. it off at the treehouse. Yeah. Oh, and there's the Ynet integration that makes it almost Dark Souls esque, according like from what I heard. Like that sounded crazy. Whereas people just pop in. They're like, hey, how's it going? You're like, oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I, I thought that I thought that was cool. And also the 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 co-op seems like it's going to be fun too, like the max rate co-op. So I, I was excited for like the new features and them focusing on that. But I, I do understand for like the hardcore Pokemon battlers out there, because there's a lot of guys that beat the game in like a day or whatever, or beat the game in, in 10 hours somehow. Then all of a sudden they're online trying to battle on the leaderboards to be like the top spot. So for them, that's obviously an issue for them. Uh, and okay. you know what? We don't like those people. <laughs> <laughs> Show who's coming for you, Austin. <laughs> so it's uh Huh? Who would you say? Shofu. That was a joke, though. Okay. <laughs> let's uh, let's move let's move on to E3. We can talk about the press conferences. I have them all up here, uh, just for my list that we can cover right now because there were some other ones as well. But just for the list I have here includes Microsoft Bethesda uh, PC gaming show. Uh, although I don't know how many people care as much about PC gaming show. Although I liked it. Okay, Evan <laughs> liked it. Okay, yeah. Okay. Well, they, they, uh, showed, they showed Shinmu three, which. Yeah. <laughs> uh ubisoft square and then nintendo um so let's uh let's start with microsoft uh, i have i think i have all of the games actually right here in front of me so i can actually read down them if anyone needed a reminder of what was there uh the outer worlds bleeding edge ori will the wisps uh, my minecraft dungeons star wars of course was shown again jedi fallen order blair witch Cyberpunk 2077 that had Keanu Reeves coming out on stage. Uh, Spirit Fair, Battletoads, Legend of Right, Microsoft Flight Simulator, which was an odd left field announcement. Brought uh, it back. Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition, Wasteland 3, Psychonauts 2, and of course they acquired Double Fine. Uh, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga, saga, which is a bit different, I think, than a lot of people were thinking it would be. Mm -hmm. uh, there were some notes that came out about that game. Um, it looks a bit different than the normal Lego games. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, so that, that Dragon Ball Z action RPG game got a, got a uh, title. 12 Minutes, Way to the Woods, Gears 5, Dying Light 2, Forza Horizon 4, Lego Speed Champion, State of Decay 2, Heartland, Star Online 2, Crossfire X, Tales of Arise, Borderlands 3, <laughs> Elden Ring, and then, of course, we saw uh, Halo Infinite there. Mm -hmm. um, somewhat. It was like a cinematic trailer. But uh, what did we really see? Out of any of those, we got to see uh, Minecraft Diablo. Yeah, yeah, Minecraft Diablo. That actually looks all right. You know what? I'm I'm okay with that. That looks interesting. Um, and then of course saw Keanu Reeves come out on stage, and we saw that uh, Cyberpunk's going to be out in April, uh -huh. which is good because some people weren't even sure if it was going to make a 2020 release. And the way the they talked about it, and to the 2,697 people watching right now, you're all breathtaking. Yeah. No, you're <laughs> breathtaking. You see the guy apparently was like about to get like a free collector's edition or something, but he asked them to like donate money instead. Oh, really? Yeah, it was interesting. Oh, wow. Um, I did see that he was filming. It was funny seeing it from his point of view to see Keanu Reeves turn and be like, you're breathtaking. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I looked at his bleeding edge as the one that I'm still not sure about. I think we get to play that soon, though, don't we? Yeah, June 27th, I signed in for the oh, yeah. uh, Alpha. I'm excited for that after a bunch of people got to play it. It actually won Game of Show from a couple outlets. Wow, really? Interesting. Yeah. 
apparently of all the playable demos, it was one of the most polished and refined. Um, I still want to try it myself because that trailer was not. It wasn't a good trailer. And I feel like arena games get announced at almost every E3 and they always get like up and then just vanish and they're gone and nobody cares anymore. So like somehow Ori fell to to next year, right? February. That's, that's weird to me. I don't know how like that, that game feels like we've been hearing about that forever. How many years has we've been hearing about Will the Wisps? I feel like it's been. That's only, this is only the second E3. Is it second E3? Okay. Okay. Hmm. Two E three is too much for that game. And that should be a game that's like you. No, like, this is not. Ori comes out like later. Like Ori is amazing. Ori is perfection. It, it, no, they, it, we should see it. We should see it every single day of the month. No, I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I understand it's good, but I don't know why you got to have it at two E threes. Why can't you just announce it when it's ready to go? Then like release it sometime soon. I think I think that's more hype than sitting there. It's amazing. It needed two E threes because this is the will of the wisp. Don't question the will of the wisp. They want to be at E three again this year. How many E threes do we see Breath of the Wild? A lot. And I would rather have it to where they have it like ready to go, and then they announce it, and then it's ready to go that year. I like games like Astral Chain. Like they announce it this year, it's ready to go. That gets me way more hyped than sitting there and waiting two, three years for a game. Fantasy Seven remake, huh? Final Fantasy VII remake. To be yeah, real, that, was, that one, the completion of it's going to be like that was stupid. I'm, I know, I'm not a fan of announcing it five years ahead of time or the Metroid, the Metroid Prime Four JPEG title screen. Yeah, like <laughs> to me, I had the games announced and then released like it was, or at least somewhat within the same time period. Like waiting five years or two, three years for a game. I mean, I don't know. That's just Fan- Fantasy Star Online two though. That had to call. Ca- that had to catch everybody off guard I, at, at a Microsoft I, event. I mean, that, that came out six, seven years ago. So the fact that it just randomly popped up, that blew my mind. I was genuinely shocked. And now they said it is coming to other consoles. Yeah, like it's coming. Uh, uh, Phil Spencer said it himself on on uh, with uh, Jeff Gersman and Giant Bomb. He said it's coming to all consoles. Mm-hmm. So I guess that means PlayStation and Switch. Can I ask a question about that game? They said on the trailer, it said Azure. So is this going to be the cloud version for everybody here in the West? I yeah. think they might just be using the servers, right? I don't know if they're doing a cloud for everybody. I think well, they're using the servers. I think that there will be some sort of install and then we'll also stream a lot of it. Like it'll stream a huge chunk of like cast spells and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it sounds like that's maybe the reason that it's not coming out in Europe right now and people are mad. Yeah, I feel yeah. like, I feel like yeah. Sega didn't want to deal point. with servers in North America and I guess Microsoft was like, well, we, we have we have Azure. You can just use that. Yeah. It's okay, let's do it. And then that was it. I, I feel like that was the agreement, and that's because, why probably Microsoft was willing to bring it over. Because we didn't see anything else like that, right? With the game that's online, they don't ever put Azure or whatever. Like it's, it literally showed up right. in the top corner. So right. that's and that's what got I was like, whoa, what what is that? You know, because I've never seen that before. You yeah, know, they're gonna, start, they're gonna start marketing that stuff, like because Sony and them have that you know, handshake or whatever. Uh they're probably gonna start putting that. You'll see those in like you know, the credits that pop up occasionally yeah. in the beginning. You'll probably start seeing that pop up here and there. Um, but I feel like that's why they probably Sega didn't want to pay for servers. Microsoft like, hey, can we bring it over, put it on our show and let you use our servers? And that's that's all I can assume that happens. That was so weird to see that there. It's good to see that there though. I'm excited for that to come over. I really am. That's gonna be really cool. I'm 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 gonna get it too, but I'm just like, man, seven, six, seven years. I mean, I'm hyped. I think I'm yeah. hyped. Yeah, free to play. Uh, it's very popular. It should be fun. Well, be fun. Uh, one thing I saw is there's actually a pretty big community of people who have been using like translation mods and stuff and yes. playing it for years in Japan by like creating a VPN because you're not even allowed to log in unless it says you're physically in Japan. And uh 
I think Sega released a statement now that those characters will never exist on American servers. And <laughs> there are some people who are like, cool, so I played this game for six years uh, and the character's just yeah, dead. Yeah, but, but the good news there is they should have an advantage over everyone who starts here because that means there'll be a fresh server. So they can just walk in and be like, oh, I can go to max level real quick because I know how to do it real fast. So Right, they'll be doing all the quests, getting all the super yeah. weapons. They need, yeah. they need to patch it a national decks for... For PC, Evan, you, did you did you take a look at this at all? What actually purchase it? No, nah, I haven't looked completely look at it at all because they have the Game Pass Ultimate thing going on. It's like a dollar, and you get it for I don't know a couple months actually. I think yeah. I went to a movie yesterday, and I was actually in the pre-movie stuff. It, it was yeah. Wow. yeah. What was uh no for Men in Black? It was in front of Men in Black. Uh, mine was uh, the Dead Don't Die. Well, how was that, by the way? Sorry to movie talk. Super but. dry humor. I don't know if you'll like it, but it was a huge throwback to the Romero stuff. Uh, well, I saw Men in Black, and it's well, it was something. <laughs> it, it was a movie. It was a movie. Back, to see what's on that on Game Pass for uh, for PC. I might look around because we were talking about it being the way to circumvent the Epic Store for Metro. Yeah, yeah, well, that's right because it's on there. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Play Metro, Evan. <laughs> uh, I already, I already have it because I have Ultimate. So if you have Ultimate, you have Game Pass, mm -hmm. Xbox Live Gold, and then Game Pass on PC. So um, interesting stuff there. Uh, and then they did talk about Project Scarlet, but when they talked about Project Scarlet, I feel like they just, they just described a PlayStation Five. Did yeah, well, different. And and now there are leaks coming out uh, that says the PlayStation. PlayStation saw what Scarlet's going to be and it's going to be stronger. I, I think no, everybody's probably still working on it. We'll see. I think that this is all a big uh, dick measuring contest right now. It is interesting that both companies focused heavily on the load times as like their yeah. main thing for the I, next I, console. I, like they knew that's where like the next, I think real jump is going to be is yeah. mechanical drives behind. So during that really, I, I was really into it. There's that two hour really controversial interview of Todd Howard uh, where he just talks very candidly, uh, IGN unfiltered. And one of the things he talked about is that while they're working on the Xbox 360, um, they came to Todd Howard and said, what kind of game could you make on these cheap specs? And they were like, well, we can't make, we can't finish Oblivion. Like we're working on Oblivion right now. If you make this crappy console, we can't do it. And apparently they went back and restructured how like RAM worked and restructured the internal hard drive. And that's when like, they were like, okay, it'll work. So, I bet that what happened is this time they said, developers, what do you want most? And I get everybody said like solid state. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, they talked to all the big developers and publishers and everything about that. So uh, that, that'll be fun though. It'd be cool to see that if we can eliminate load times, at least to the point where they're barely noticeable, that'll be awesome. I really and hope that install times. Program. You know how long it takes to install Red Dead Redemption 2 to your system? Three hours. Ever. I think that it, one of the issues is like the, you know, the solid state, it's like, well, how much do you get and how mm -hmm. much is it going to cost? Cause like that is a, a cost that's going to make it more yeah. than it's regular. Got, it's so, gotta be a terabyte. It's gotta at least be a terabyte. Make, <laughs> a terabyte of solid state. I mean, I know it's getting cheaper. I do know that it's getting cheaper and it's yeah. not as it used to be, but that seems like it's going to cost a lot for one terabyte of solid state, man. Like, um, so I'm a little like, these companies are going to take uh, losses, more losses on their consoles then, because they want the initial sales, so they're going to keep them. 
I still think it might be 500, though. I, I think it should be five or 600, yeah. And I remember one of them saying that uh, they were going to allow the solid state to be used as almost a form of RAM. And I remember for most of our solid states, there's a read-write maximum before it just doesn't work anymore. So utilizing it as RAM on top might be weird. Well, I think that's they're going to do their own custom setup inside. Uh, hopefully. So use, like SATA and everything. They'll, they'll solder the thing straight to the board, you know? They'll probably do something crazy with it. But that also makes me wonder what happens if it's corrupted beyond repair. Does that mean your system's then bricked? Which isn't exactly an unheard of thing with consoles. I mean, if you think about it, the Xbox, the hard drive is internal. Like, you're, if that thing dies, your your Xbox is done. John, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna rip this thing apart. You're gonna get sucked into a void. It's gonna be. I'm getting worried about you, my man. I'm excited <laughs> for that, man. Holiday 2020 is gonna be awesome. At the same time, you can also think that they could throw in two hard drives, one solid state, and maybe one 28 or, or oh. 256 or even 64, and then one to two terabytes because games are huge. You yes. don't need all of those files on your SSD all the time. That's a good there point. may be a, uh, a form of software that they have that can, you know, find all the pertinent files to all the areas around you and load them as temporary data into the solid state to have them ready to load. That's a good point. They could do that. I uh, could just picture when the ne the next consoles are coming out, everyone's getting excited. Like, oh, yes, the new Xbox. Can we play the new Halo? John's going to be the one. Yes, I can't wait to open this up. Hey, man, just to make a video. Hey, I'm not playing Halo. I'm grabbing Project Scarlet Day One for Halo. Yep, I'm Dude, excited for that. Co-op. If the if the campaign is uh, fully co-opable, uh, let's beat it. Like, so you can help me review it. We'll just beat the whole thing co-op. That'll work. That'll be fun. Looking forward to that game. I'm I'm gonna buy it just because. So on the topic of Halo uh, Infinite, apparently one of the they had like a, one of the Microsoft employees. People were able to interview and talk to different developers and stuff during it. And one of the interviewers uh, was talking to somebody about Halo Infinite, and it sounds like it will be games as a service, according to some of the statements. It sounds like it will take place back on the original Halo ring. And one of the ideas apparently that's being kicked around is. Um, every two or three months, a different section is fixed of the Halo ring. So every two or three months, it expands and gives us new territory, new quests, and totally different ecosystems. So the game will theoretically get bigger, or they could blow up parts of it. So it sounds like it's going to be sort of a Halo shooter MMO. Okay, I'm interested. I'm every on Every game doesn't, needs to be, doesn't need to be a game. Hey man, have, as long as they have team deathmatch and straight up like old school Halo, I'm good. Yeah, give me big team battle. Bring Although we have team. Master Chief Collection as well, though, so yeah. Yeah, uh, Evan, you have a Discord question while we, before we move on to uh, the next show. Oh, uh, which what's our next segment? Just in case we got something here going into, we're gonna touch on Bethesda again. We kind of already talked about it, but we're gonna just finish up with Bethesda and then we move on to uh, PC gaming. All right, so we technically went over the Pokemon thing anyway. Uh, who, who on the podcast is gonna get the Final Fantasy VII remake first class <laughs> edition? Jordan. Yeah, <laughs> Jordan. Right, Jordan, put that hand up. <laughs> yeah, I, I pre-ordered it four hundred dollars or whatever, three thirty. I pre-ordered it. I was waiting there for the second tour to go live. It went live about like half an hour after they uh, they announced the the collector yeah. edition. So gonna, I was I'm ready. Gonna, you, guys, you guys know they're going to get you for like five special editions with this thing, right? <laughs> well, so my thing is, I'm only going to buy the first one. Okay. Um, are you saying that? And then the next until they, until they reveal well, the next one comes with a statue that fits the bike, so, and then there's going to be another yeah, you, piece. 
No, they had that years ago, uh, way, way back in, I think, uh, 2000 and 2002. They did these special, like, there was uh, for Advent children, they actually made a statue of uh, Cloud when he's falling down beside the building. And you got a piece of the building and Cloud with a sword, and you paid an additional, like, 300 bucks. And you got Sifroth jumping up the other half of the building, and they plugged together. Okay, so if they do that, and I can have, like... Uh, uh, Tifa's really big boobs on the back of my motorbike or something. Yeah, maybe I'll buy that. No, the next one. First the next of all, one have... Tifa's boobs were disappointingly not as large as I thought they would have been. Oh, geez. I, I mean, and I'm sure I'm not... everyone can agree. I, the next... I, I thought they were pretty fat. I'm not. What do you want me to say? <laughs> the next, the next statue is going to be uh, probably end up being like. Aerith getting stabbed through by Sephiroth. Yeah, if that's the stat, dude, I'm in. I'll buy it. Yeah, see, you're, you're, you're already cool. gone. Dude, you're already you already gone. got me. Hey, I, I, listen, I'm the perfect whale, the perfect demographic for these things. You know, like, oh, throw something out. Ooh, I want more. Just be, I, It's cool. That's something I look at. I can look at everything and go, hey, that's pretty cool. It reminds me of good things, and I walk away from it. Gotcha. That's way better than what my idea of part two was going to be, which was going to be Seto on top of the rock. Mm. Ooh, oh, dude, if it's that, I'll ball my eyes out every morning. Right? Like, Your father was a hero. Yeah. For those, for those of you who don't get the reference, that was Red 13's father. Yeah. Who was uh, shot with poison arrows that turn into stone. Uh, I've never beat Final Fantasy VII, so I'm excited. Go to school! <laughs> You never beat so, seven, and you're buying a three hundred dollar. Dude, it got me. Dude, the gameplay looked great. The, everything looked great about it. That collection looks dope. It's, it's, it's worth. It's worth. I already paid the money. It's worth playing the original. Here's the thing, Jordan. Uh, you, what you should do is play seven along. Well, not alongside it, but right before it comes out, because you don't have to play like. Apparently, this is gonna happen up through when they leave Midgar. Yeah, that's just like, a Midgar section. That's yeah. So that's so yeah, fast. So, the regular one. So I I can beat Final Fantasy VII really fast, but apparently the Midgar section is considered, in game design terms, the first five hours. So yeah. it sounds like they're making the first five hours the first game. But I think they're gonna add a lot of extra cutscenes. Uh, my buddy, who's basically a Final Fantasy uh, uh, YouTuber, his name is Night Sky Prince. Um, he's theorizing that we're gonna. They're going to change it up and we're going to actually end uh, the first game by like doing basically doing a fight against Sephiroth. So I think mm -hmm. it's going to be centered there and have fast flashbacks and establish the universe and man, Shinra is evil. And then we kill Sephiroth and leave. And that's the first that's game. What you we should do, Jordan, is before it comes out, play the up to when they leave. I mean, I've played part of the game. So I've just up. never beat it. <laughs> Shut up. But then you could beat it twice uh, because you'll be playing that and then you'll play remake and then the next episode of remake come out, but you'll find out where it ends off. So you play the original up to that point. And then but, by the end, you've beaten both of them. Yeah, but they're not going to be the same game. When but, you, but you'll be able to look at the, the differences and see everything. Like, yeah, but like Final Fantasy VII sounds like the broad stroke storyboard for what we're yeah. about to experience. Like they're, they're going to try to fit an extra like 10, 15 hours beyond just the basic apparently level. it's two blu two blu-rays they could go up to 40 content. hours of content if they could figure it out like ridiculous if, if you look at the trailer that we saw there's already a bunch of scenes that are not in the original game 100%. plus correct me if i'm wrong but we only explored one and a half or two and a half of the eight sectors yep. in the original game so like they can totally do a whole bunch of stuff there well, they also originally they cut some content there. Anyways, there was a different design for certain areas. They wanted to do different stuff with uh, Don Corleone. I mean, there, there's a lot of stuff that they can explore, and I think they're going to do that. Yeah, um, I'll crush them. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, uh, I think it's gonna be great. So there you go, Jordan. Go pick it up on the Switch and just uh, play through it in pieces as the remake comes out in pieces. Maybe. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm excited for the game. Look, I know a lot of the main story beats. I've had friends who have beaten it. I've seen many people talk. No, you about have it. to experience it. You have to cry. 
when Aerith is stabbed by Sethiroth. Whoa, I mean, spoilers. spoilers. I, know it. I already know it happens. Like, <laughs> yes, but, yeah, you, but need to, you need to know why it's sad. It's going to be to experience why it's sad. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> Jordan was so young when the game came out. It's not fair to put him in the same type of standards right now. Hold, hold, on, on, what, hold on. What year did the game come out? 90. Uh, only, he was like yeah. three, he was like three years old, dude. It came out in 97. <laughs> I was three. I, I, played, I played it when I was like, I think 10 or 12. Uh, yeah, I played it yeah. like early mid 2000s was when I first played it. So I played it back in the day. Wait, wait. Hang like, on. Hang on. And that was before on. I was like Jordan, hardcore into Jordan, RPGs. Jordan. Did you play the original Spyro the Dragon? Yes. That came Ooh, out in four? Yes. So shut up. <laughs> Don't tell me to shut Okay, Spyro? Okay, Spyro's a way different game than Final Fantasy. Anyone no, can pick not. up and play Spyro. Anyone can just run around as a purple dragon. Let's, uh, let's, 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 <laughs> you don't let's need to be on. an adult to play a purple dragon. Let's, I'm going to go over Bethesda real quick, and you guys can tell me if there's anything from it, because we kind of already talked about it a bit earlier. Uh, Fallout 76, Elder Scrolls Blades... Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo that I'm curious about, but we didn't really see a ton about that. It's on my hope list of games that we saw nothing about. <laughs> interesting. Elder well, Scrolls. That's like 98% of E3. Yeah. Elder, oh, yeah. Elder Scrolls Online, Commander Keen Mobile, Elder Scrolls Legends, Rage 2, Wolfenstein Cyber Pilot, which is their VR game, I believe, uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood, Deathloop, Doom Eternal. Uh, Ghostwire. I got a yeah. lot of Ghostwire hype. That should be interesting. I, I just wish we saw a little more about that, but I guess next E3 we'll see more about it. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, like, it's hard for me to get hyped for like it sounds cool and like the, the lady who came out is like super cool, but like what 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 are you excited about? It's Tango, and I, I loved uh Evil Within yeah. too. Like I have a feeling that this is gonna be Evil Within again, uh stylistically, but I think it's gonna have swords and guns this time and possibly magic. And like, it's I just gonna I would be excited for Deathloop, but I don't. Like, you don't know anything about. It. I mean, we, we, you, you we mean always the new Bioshock. I mean, that's yeah. basically all. Oh, you mean yeah. cinematic trailer? I want to be excited for these two. I mean, I think these games are probably gonna end up being good because, like Dreamcast guy said, it's Tango, it's Shinji Megami. This is Resident Evil Four. This is the guy that's done so so many of the best games ever made. So, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a good game. And they have the cute Asian girl, on, you know, that's going up there. And they she made it be be more excited about, it, even though I didn't see anything on it. But it's I want to be excited for it. But there's yeah. nothing. <laughs> uh but i will say doom eternal looked killer so mm -hmm. i'm ready for i'm ready for doom eternal yeah it uh, looks pretty violent it, yeah <laughs> uh it, it's it looks pretty good i'm excited I mean, for I'm, doom eternal i'm gonna get nauseous playing that game first person platforming is not my <laughs> it's, not, it's not my thing but hey i'll try it uh that'll be that'll be interesting i'll, I'll be excited to play through that the multiplayer is still a bit weird because apparently they removed deathmatch for the other mode um i don't get that at all it's weird to me Dreamcast got waiting for that video, man. Yeah, I kind of want to talk about it. I, I want to see more on it. So I'm going to be seeing, uh, I think I get to play some Doom relatively soon. Uh, and if not, then I, I will talk about it. Because uh, I love the Deathmatch mode a lot. I think Deathmatch is great. Uh, but let's face it, originally in Doom 2016, it was made by a different development team. It was literally tacked on. Um, so not bringing it back makes sense. So I'm, I am a little bit peeved. I don't don't be too entitled now, okay? Relax a little bit. About to ask for content in you're my gonna, game. You're gonna play asymmetric PvP and you're gonna like it. <laughs> yeah, enjoy what they give you. So, uh, Evan, explain why we should like the PC gaming show. Oh no, I mean I liked it myself. I know none of you probably would have, but like, 
uh, there was just games on there that they showed off that I've known about for a while. I kind of wanted to hear a little bit more about like Maneater, which is basically like the old school NES Jaws game, but like RPG style. So you're just swimming around, eating people, getting some upgrades. Remnant uh, from the Ashes. I think that was, yeah, that was the uh, kind of like Left 4 Dead style game, but more, I guess, almost Eldridge horror, but not really just natural horror type stuff. Greedfall, which looks like a really amazing RPG set in a world that I like, sort of that... Um, it's like almost settler's age, but then there's still magic involved, it, it, all kind of crazy stuff like that. There's just great games showed off there that I, I enjoyed. And then, of course, I think we talked about the Shenmue 3 and It was like the headline there. <laughs> like, there are all these, there, there are some quality games, but everyone just talks about Shenmue 3 becoming an Epic Store exclusive. Yeah, which is one of our questions, asking whether oh, or not okay. people should support it, since you know seventy thousand okay. backers thought okay. it was coming so to Steam. Let's do that question now, Evan. What was it? Should should people support it? Oh so uh, yeah, there's... if the move from for Deep Silver with Shenmue Three to go back on their word to over seventy thousand backers is truly just based on greed in the end, is it really right to support the title going forward, as it might reinforce the behavior? So here here's the fun part. They technically never said it was going to be on Steam. They just heavily implied it. <laughs> like. The the uh the surveys that went out had Steam as an option for your code. Yeah, that's because Epic uh, wasn't out at the time. Yes, exactly. The uh they had a Steam page. Uh, there was never really any talk about Epic Game Store until now, mm -hmm. months ahead of you know from when it's launching. Uh, I think they should just give the people who kickstarted it and made it possible a Steam code. Just give them their Steam code, right? Mm -hmm. that, that, that that's all really. I think. I mean, it's already been sold to them essentially on Kickstarter. I mean this behavior isn't even new for Kickstarter projects. Remember when a hat in time kept implying a Wii U version was going to be made oh, and yeah. they never had plans for that. Yeah. That's the, they, they misled people because they knew they wouldn't get funding from the Xbox, Sony and PC crowd. So they lured in Nintendo fans. Cause they're like, Oh yeah, you give us money. It might come to your platform. And then they interview it after like, yeah, that was never going to happen. That's the problem we run into with like Kickstarter with these things. Yeah. We got to get stuff in writing from now on. Here's <laughs> the thing with like a lot of these, uh, like everyone's like, oh, we want refunds, and if it's like, oh, we're not giving back refunds and all that, it wouldn't even matter at this point. Any of the any of the funding that went to it during the uh, during the backing of it, right? It doesn't matter if everyone got the refunds back or pulled away, however many people wanted to, because the money that Epic and their deal, whatever, covers all that back issuing they would have anyway. So it wouldn't even matter the the amount funded to the mm. game. So, so here is my, I'm incredibly biased here because I am a backer. Um, I gave $200 to the Kickstarter um, because I wanted the physical edition. I did the $100 tier at the Slacker backer as well, just to get the separate rewards for that. Uh, should be getting the demo someday. I am supporting this game because I want this game to exist. But as a consumer advocate, I think that if you can get a refund, you should get a refund if you want one. This is ridiculous, like 100%. Um, I've actually a lot of people have been tweeting me that as an act of protest, some of the people who were going to buy it on PC are purposely buying it on PS4 now to show like they're pre-ordering it on PS4 now that it's available and being like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to play by your rules. If you want to try and yank the rug out from under me, I'm not going to participate. I think the issue is they're, they're looking to get as much money as humanly possible out of Shenmue 3 because they only know, they know that only a set number of people are going to buy this thing. Like yeah. they, it's not going to go mainstream. I don't like people aren't going to walk into GameStop and be like, oh, cool, Shenmue 3, been waiting for this one, right? Like, it's it's not going to be Call of Duty. It's not going to be anything like that, you know? No, so I mean, e even look at its release date. It's going up against Pokemon yeah. and Death Stranding. Well, yeah. if yeah. I want to buy two games in November, guess what, Shenmue 3? You're going to the third well, one. I'm waiting for you probably to fall for sale, because Shenmue 3 is going to be, out of those three games, 
Shenmue 3 will hit $40 or even $20, what, maybe by February? It's going to be quick. Yeah, but I mean, so they're just like, you know, Epic flashed the cash in front of them, and they said, well, yeah, they, we'll, they, we'll they, take they, that. It's, it's a fail-safe. That means no matter what, that they're fully funded, even now that they can have that deal. And, so when all the backers got their money back, it doesn't matter. And they developed it on Unreal Engine, and if you... If you develop on Unreal Engine, you sell an Epic Game Store, they waive all your fees for using that engine. Yeah, there's yep. that. And then there's also the thing of for a long time, they weren't even advertising it. Every advertising dollar up until a month ago was being paid by Sony. Yeah. Every commercial, every trailer that was all being they done by Sony. advertising that thing real quick. And then we saw trailers for it. And I was like, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my, my Twitter feed's been pretty split. You got all the people who are like, oh, I can't wait. I love Shenmue 1 and 2. And then you got the people who are like, ah, oh, this looks like garbage. I can't wait to it, not play uh, this. Dude, it, it, it looks it looks kind of rough still. I'm gonna say. There's so much yeah. politics behind this, man. But it's it's such a dangerous game because, like, you're looking at it, like, from their standpoint, they're like, man, like, this is the only shot we're going to get. You know, like, make, like if this flops, you know, we got to have something. But then you also have to look at it from the consumer standpoint. It's like, wait a minute. You guys pretty much said this was coming to Steam. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. I kind of think that they should just... They should release the steam you know they sh they shouldn't have taken the money i, I that's what i, I want to say because as a consumer but i mean it's rough dude uh, i mean the people who are really mad are the ones that gave them money kickstarter so yeah. just give them the steam keys if people already haven't bought them in your release well it's going to the epic game store for x amount of months or whatever and that's just the way they, i think it's permanent i think they just said it would be permanent there for that oh, man. <laughs> that's even worse <laughs> didn't they uh wasn't there this whole thing earlier about them looking into it now Oh, this uh, is this is good. <laughs> They're looking yeah. to see if it's a good I, business deal overall. Yeah, because everyone comp everyone became entitled. Yeah, how about it's uh not? It's good for your bank account, absolutely, but for your fan base, uh, no. Didn't they? I mean, they kind of just pissed off their fan base with the whole Shenmue Three will only tell forty percent of the story. Yeah. You know what, guys? You're lucky you got a third game. <laughs> I mean, uh, don't tell point, me half the story. Finish the, it off. The quote is "gets you forty percent through Ryu's life." So oh, we don't know if that means that it's going to wrap up this part of it. Like, if we don't even get to fight Londi, I'm going to be is to fight him at the I mean, end. That's the thing. Like, I'm going to go through three games. I'm still not going to get this fight. I mean, at this point, Londi is going to die from old age. <laughs> yeah well i mean uh, I, the game might actually end that way they may be londi died from from being 95 yeah. years old and i'd be sitting saying this was the biggest tease in gaming history sitting in like the the forklift in like the warehouse and read that on his phone and be like oh just it's gonna be like let them walk away yeah, it's gonna be like metal gear solid 4 and it's just gonna be like well i'm old i'm dead and That's, then you're going to take the forklift, his coffin's going to be, and you're going to drop him into the ground and say, I got my revenge. You know what? I would, I would be happy if we did that, if we just dropped, uh, use the forklift to drop this coffin in. Um, that's that's my only thing is um, I've also seen a lot of people concerned of uh, the new gameplay that they released a lot of. Definitely recycles a lot of ideas, whereas Shinmu 1 and 2 are very unique. Like, everything in those is all fresh and all new. Like, they repeat nothing. And Shinmu 3 is bringing back the forklift driving to a T. It's got a lot of the weird mini games like to a T. Uh, the what's the same little like ninja weird guys. The last boss of Shinmu 1 is back and looks identical. I know some people are a little bit of like, oh, so Shinmu 3 is really just Shinmu 2.5. Mm. Yeah, I think I think he like went into a coma, woke up in 2015, 2016. And it was just like, I'm going to remake Shenmu 1, but advance the story a little bit and hope no one noticed. Well, <laughs> I think that the fans have been calling for it. I know, Jim Kessler, you've been talking about it well before. You know, yeah. Yeah, people have been asking for it, but I just don't think because of the time gap, you know what I'm saying? Like, what would they have been able to do with the limited, I mean, a Kickstarter type of thing? You can't make some type of crazy 
brand new experience. It's got to be something that where, hey, you're pulling from what you know um, and what we can put together within the confines of what they had at the beginning. Now, it blew up to be something a lot more. That's the reason why it's taking longer. But that's what happens when you have these Kickstarter games, right? Fan expectations, you start getting a little bit more money. You didn't expect it to be as big as what you thought it was going to be. Then it ended up blowing up even more. And now you have all this crap going on. I mean, it's just, it's inevitable. That it's, I mean, it even happened with Bloodstain a little bit, right? But just not as bad. But there was some bad stuff that happened with Bloodstain and backers getting upset. Like, this is what happens with these classic games that are being brought back. Like, the expectations just get way too high for people. So if you say expectations a certain level, then you'll be okay. I, you know? The problem with Shenmue is that the Yakuza games does everything better. Yeah, yeah I can say it as a super fan of both. Yakuza is better. Uh, I'd say even the worst Yakuza game is better than Shinmu is sometimes at its highest moments. Mm. Uh, so judgment then, right? I should be on judgment. Absolutely, yeah. People in chat or even there was a guy being like, if you don't like what Shinmu is, just buy judgment. And uh, yeah, I'm on judgment. I'm on that day one. That's that's uh, end of this month, right? Twenty sixth. Yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Uh, then we had Ubisoft. Uh, Ubisoft included Watch Dogs Legion, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, Brawlhalla, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. I think they put they put Adventure Time in Brawlhalla, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Tom Clancy's uh, Ghost Recon. Just say Tom Clancy. That'll be yeah. Right. Right. Every every game was Tom Clancy except for Great four. Point. Uh, then we had Elite Squad, Just Dance 2020 though coming out. Ooh, on the floor, a lot of YouTubers found out about that. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, for Honor, Tom, uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six <laughs> Quarantine, Division Two, Roller Champions, and Gods and Monsters, and they also introduced their UPlay Plus subscription service that has all of their stuff on there, and then it'll also be on Google Stadia. Services and services. I like it. Yes, services <laughs> in services. Can I can I do a, a quick little talk about um Just Dance 2020 on the Wii? Okay. So a lot of people have been giving that a lot of criticism. However, um the Just Dance series has actually been used in physical therapy in yep. a lot of different uh hospitals and physical therapy centers. And while all of them don't have outstanding budgets a lot of them have the wii and the just dance series has support them throughout pretty much all of the just dance games so it's nice to have the newer songs especially for kids who went through major surgery and are now just being able to walk again and then being able to dance to the newest songs on the radio it's much more encouraging than if they have to dance to just Dance by Lady Gaga. Also, elderly retirement homes as well. I brought this up uh, on OJ's podcast the other day because a lot of people were giving it like joking. I like the Wii. <laughs> Why on the Wii? It, there's there's good reasoning behind it. Um, a lot of these people paid out money for the Wii's. That was a good part of their budget for these places, and they can't afford to get the newest, hottest console to keep doing for physical therapy or for help or whatever it needs to be. Yeah, also, I mean, it also oh, helps that the game is the Wii version is one of the best-selling skews. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, also, also, are you going to keep that game from Helen? I don't think so. She was, yeah, she was so, electrocuting and shooting people in the well, face in that. Watch Dogs 3. Helen, the, the, old, the old lady in Watch Dogs Legion that was running around electrocuting people and... <laughs> You didn't see who, that? Who else here is wondering how much of that Watch Dogs Legion game uh, I was real? <laughs> Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Watch Dogs is the most misleading game franchise on the market. The first game, blatant lies. The second game, it was like, hey, how about we just don't let you kill people anymore? And I was like, but that's not could. fun. It's optional. Yeah. It's optional, but it's like, it's like, then there's half the fun out of the game. And the third game is like, you could be anybody. I'm like, yeah, okay. 
All right, and I'm the and I'm the real queen of England. All right, oh. I'm Helen. I'm I'm running around tasering. It's people. just the same twenty people, and you apparently have to do backstory missions to unlock them. You just got to do the same backstory missions just over and over yeah. again. A lot yeah. of people are excited for it. I couldn't be more bored with the Watch Dogs franchise at this yeah. point. Behind closed door demo impressions impressions have been pretty positive. Apparently, the different characters do play pretty differently, um, and it's just really tight. I mean, mm. let's face it, this is just an experiment. It I'm is excited like, for it. Yeah, I'm going to play it, and I'm actually pretty excited for it. But I do agree that this is probably just a test of, can we make a game that's open world the open world? Yeah, this be, I think it'll be interesting to see how that uh, how all that goes. And they did uh, put Sam Fisher on a cell phone. Yep, oh, brought good. him back. Yes, he's, he's back. back. <laughs> <Sneaking> <laughs> you, you got him, John. It's excellent. You've, he's he's back. back. You got what you polygons. wish for. It's right now. Uh, Ubisoft should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy. Uh, Ubisoft's first uh, was trash. <laughs> it wasn't that oh, bad. Why? Hey, why was that it trash, OJ? It wasn't that it was, bad. It was Ubisoft. No, Ubisoft's first conference was horrible. Uh, <laughs> they're talking about they're talking about TV shows. Okay, yeah, they're out there talking about TV shows. They're out there. They had some demos, which was great, but they're demoing the games for a long time. They're out there talking about the free to play version of Division Two. Don't forget mm -hmm. their stringed instrument band that they're touring I mean, with now. Like, they're, they're don't stupid, forget Tom just, Clancy. They're stupid. Just dance music got all of our channels screwed no and i'm gonna put that into part of the reason why the, the no that that's ridiculous two years in a row you're gonna sit here and do the same thing with people's channels screw ubisoft they're crappy just dance and they're freaking shows because the same thing happened last year happened again this year and they didn't really have much and they put sam fisher on a mobile like a mobile game with that sam fisher stuff like that's not what people want to see that whole conference was garbage. I, I really didn't like really much of it or anything at all. Like the only thing was Watch Dogs. That was it. And the, the Gods of Monsters, they just showed a CJ trailer. And that was the end. And the games come out February. So it's like you could have at least shown at least something that's like what? Greek it's Breath supposed of the Wild. to, yeah, it's Breath of the Wild with Greek mythology. It'll probably, man. that game's going to fall into a Nintendo marketing thing. We'll probably see it in a September Direct because Nintendo, I mean, the platform, they know it's going to sell on Nintendo best. It's going to turn into a Starlink. Is Pit, Pit going to be in there? <laughs> that they're smart. They would. That they would, would be put dope, a hit. That's the exclusive they get. Just like I don't with Star Wars. Good. I, I, you can't sit there and go out and talk about a TV show and say that this. Is, I mean, you're, people are bashing Bethesda for mobile games. At least they're games. This is literally just a show. That's all it is, and it's only on Apple TV. To make yeah, things, yeah, but even like Microsoft, Microsoft did that before. It's Apple TV only, dude. Like, what the hell is that? Well, and, and Sony did it with what was that show? Powers. And yeah, that, that that show is terrible. At least Microsoft's. You know, they have the Halo. Microsoft TV show hasn't even Showtime. come out yet. At least it's coming for like a cable <laughs> network or a, a that, that shows, well. That shows it was like three years ago. Microsoft was like, "We're making a Halo show." With hey, Steven it's still working on it. Yeah, still it's in progress out. right now. Yeah. yeah, it's been in progress for three and a half years. Hey, it's doing Halo better than Infinite's how long the movie's be been taking. This show comes out probably. Two. They spent way too much time on that game and talk mm -hmm. about DLC. Like, no, I mean, no, I thought that show was horrible. I thought Bethesda was better. Ubisoft was horrible. And like I said, you're you're jacking people's channels. Like you're like it just shows you the problem with YouTube. No, I can't sit there and be okay with their show. Hell no. Like, John had to stream on Twitch. Everybody was just getting their channels just out of nowhere. We didn't even get a warning. Like, screw mm -hmm. Ubisoft. Nobody, nobody's streaming Ubisoft next year. Hell, <laughs> man. <laughs> Good this luck, entitlement Ubisoft. is crazy, OJ. You need to take it down a notch. Crap ever again. They give me a review code if they want, but I'm... But but you, you can sign up with their social outreach program for a breakpoint because they want they're really into the social media oh, side yeah. of things. And by the way, guys, are you guys all gonna sign up for Ubisoft's plus or whatever? Or they're oh, you play man. plus, it's on Stadia. $15 a month. Yeah, what? dude, but you know what you can get for a dollar a month, that's usually fifteen dollars a month. What the hell is this? And then Game it's pass. also oh you can sign up on Stadia and also buy their service also on there. Okay, this is ridiculous. Do you think yeah, they have the, the library for it yet? 
Depends I mean, how far back it goes. Yeah, it's so what? It's twenty Far Cry games, twenty Assassin's Creed <laughs> games, thirty-five Tom Clancy games, and then Rayman. Well, it's it's, uh, it's let's face it, it's Child of Light. It's going to be stuff like uh, the South Park games, and then it's going to be a live cam footage inside the coffin of Tom Clancy as we slowly watch him rot away as they milk that body. What I'll do is next year, if there's any hint about a Splinter Cell tease, I'll just I'll stream it on Twitch. Otherwise, I'll probably excited. just forget about Ubisoft. You guys aren't excited for the D- Division movie with Jake Gyllenhaal coming to Netflix? No, no, no. A lot of, you guys aren't that confident. It's Jake Gyllenhaal on a Netflix show. Oh, man. The Division? They didn't even show it. The Division move guys, come on. This is, the, this is breaking news, man. I'd rather I'd rather play that Division knockoff game on the friggin' eShop than watch Jake Gyllenhaal in a Division movie. What's that one called? Diversion? I don't know. I think it's called Piece of Shit. Oh. Or something like that. Battle Revolution? Battle of Math, Divide and Conquer or something. Bullet Battle something. It's like Bullet Battle or Battle Bullet or something. I don't know. It's it's like a fake division. I'll watch that movie instead. That sounds dope. Battle Bullet. <laughs> Bullet battle or something it like sounds that. Sounds like something WWE would his produce. Family. <laughs> you were playing, Nate. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Multiply ammo. This is multiplication. So uh let's let's move on from there. Evan, do you have a Discord question we can do before we move into we're gonna do square and then we'll finish up with Nintendo? I mean, we kind of touched on this. There was one that directly related to the uh E3 mass shutdown of YouTube streaming, and I guess insight for potential YouTube streamers in the future with things like this. But I mean, basically just don't stream YouTube or don't stream a uh, freaking Ubisoft or do it on Twitch or do, yeah, do it on Twitch. Yeah. But we can go with uh, what game would you be really upset with if all the servers for it shut down? What game? Yeah, dude, I would be crushed if they uh, shut hmm. down Diablo three. I hope Diablo three lasts forever. Hmm. That's what a good, that's that a good question. Fork knife. I'm going to say, I'll say Master Chief. Yeah, you'd probably go Master Chief. Yeah, because when they shut down Halo 2, people legitimately left their Xbox on to keep the server up. Yep. For years. Crazy. He left it on. That guy left it on for a long time, just trying to, and then eventually kicked off. Yeah, it was that last dude lasted three and a half months by himself. That's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Sad. (laughs) Uh, and let me. I have. There's a bunch of super chats to go through, and then we when we can go over to uh, Square. So let's go through these. Uh, Miguel, no message uh, dollar. Thanks, Miguel. David says, "What do you think of all the Sony ads during E3?" There were Sony ads. Maybe on YouTube or um. That's all I can think of is on YouTube. There were oh, ads. They were advertising the uh, like the days of play or whatever, where there's like the whole Spider-Man and all that, and like all the oh, different yeah. stuff. A lot like when I was at the gym, they were advertising that stuff. Like, I, t- like, I saw like seven or eight commercials at, like during like one 40 minute session at the gym. Personally, I was shocked by how little there was. Like, I saw some of those ads, but think about it, they didn't do any giant tweets. They weren't like, Hey, here's a reminder the last of us will probably have girls sucking titties. I mean, they they really, and, and for what? the most part, I think they kept it pretty much on the down low. Like, they didn't remind us of Ghost of Tsushima or anything. Mm, okay yeah ghosts yeah we don't know much about that anymore i, I thought that was going to be something they talked about at some, some point inside information on the last of us two <laughs> what you want to share bro yeah. it's half of us too okay okay uh yeah sony will probably get more active as we get further along in the year like we think that playstation experience is going to have some uh possible ps5 <laughs> stuff there so We'll see. Uh, Xavier says, uh, oh, who am I going to be seeing next week? What to expect? 
that too for many too many games? I'm going to assume that's for too many games, Jordan. I mean, you'll be there. I'll be there. You'll be there, Jordan. I'll, I will be there. That's correct. Evan will be there. I'll oh, give gonna... you, Jordan. It's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. oh, that, that is it a little purple painting in the background? Yeah. Ooh. There's a, there's actually be quite a few people there. So it'd be really fun. I, I think uh, if you go there with uh, the thought process of picking up some older games at a good price, too, I think you'll have a lot of fun. So it'd be a good time. Uh, Andrew says, uh, Planet Zoo with question mark saying Frontier making Sims great again. I don't know. Planet Planet Zoo. Did anyone see anything about that's, that? The, it's being made by the guys that did Roller Coaster Tycoon. It's basically just another simulation uh, theme park game. Uh, oh, Evan, do you want to tell us about the uh, roller game real quick? Uh, roller Champions? I mean, yeah. it was really fun. I had a lot of fun with it. I can't wait to see what it's like fully released because it had a lot of like bad performance issues for oh, one okay. of the maps, at least. <laughs> the, for, the main map out, the Alpoco one or whatever, was great, but then there's like a Mexico City one that it lagged a lot of people's uh, systems watching streams. It would just cut frames down to like 10 or 12. So it was God awful, terrible. They definitely need to fix that. But strategically speaking for a lot of people. Yeah. It's basically looks and feels a lot like uh, rocket league, but there's levels of strategy levels of function to it that push it that much further beyond. And it's still at the same time going to have. Are you just trying to throw the ball in the hoop, basically? Sort of. You have to do a lap. If you do one lap, you get one point for putting the ball in the hoop. If you do two, you get three points. And if you do three, you get five points. And it's a game to five points. So in Element, there's a sort of taste of wind jammers to this game, which is kind of cool. You can do that game pretty quick then. Yeah. uh, One of the matches I had, we had this one guy would just go around the corner, chuck the ball all the way down to me at the far end. And then I would go around the whole team would try to get to me. I just chuck the ball back and we just did that three times and chucked it Hmm. easy. Okay. Very cool. Uh, Vaughn Henry says, uh, sup John OJ and the fellas, anyone going to give Nate hell for being wrong about Nintendo at E3. Uh, he made a video talking about it. He already, did. So. He already said in the title. He's like, did you, say, yeah. did you say Nate was I wrong? I was wrong or something like that. <laughs> I was wrong. I mean, I was like seventy five percent right. I was wrong that they had a big reveal of their own. But I mean, the direct was still dominated by third party, which I kept saying. Well, I reiterated that dozen times. We'll uh, we'll we'll talk about that when we get to Nintendo pretty soon here. So keep that that thought in mind there, Nate, because I think you'll bring an interesting uh, contrast that situ- that uh, conversation. Uh, Matthew Hammond says, is TurboGrafx Konami Stadia streaming service? <laughs> I, assume you're, yeah, I assume you're joking about that, but uh, Konami, I'm surpri- I'll just say I'm surprised they're even coming out with a plug-and-play system. I, I thought Konami would have like introduced like a plug-and-play gambling system. So. This is Konami's right. best year ever. Play our top 10 pachinko machines. It's excellent. It, well, have you seen there's that conspiracy theory that's been going around that uh, Kojima, like Metal Gear Solid 5, lost them so much money yeah. that that's why they got into gambling? That, like, literally, they had to rebuild Konami. They had to turn into a, like a, a casino for a while. Yeah, that's because Kojima was like, Hey, I want a hundred million dollars, and they're like, "Okay, can you make the game in like four years?" He's like, "Yeah, sure." Then year seven, be like, "Hey, I need another fifty million dollars." And I was kind of like, "You know what, Kojima, get the hell out of here. We've got enough of you." Uh, there was a Metal uh, Gear Solid Five. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's called Peace Walker. I'm dropping the mic. <laughs> That's that. true. That is true. <laughs> Wait, hold on, Austin. Did you did you not play Metal Gear Solid Five? You oh, know, Phantom I, Pain. Yes, I played oh, okay. that one. I'll say I'll well, put that out there. I didn't think of it. I thought it was all right. People, some people don't like that one. It has it. great oh. base mechanics, but the story, the moment Kojima is basically they're pointing at the door for him, you feel it. It's just like, and done. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one with Quiet. Yes. I like her. Yeah. Uh, 
Matthew Campo says, should I get Nino Cooney uh, and Resident Evil 5 for Switch if I have a PS3 hooked up still and own both? I've also never beat them. I will say this. I think Nino Cooney might be a little overpriced at $50 for being a port straight from that PS3 just because you can get it very cheap on your PS3. But it also depends on if you're more comfortable having it portable as well. I'm buying that day one. Uh, and I have no regrets. I've beaten it on PS3, but seeing it again, uh, that game is so big and has such deep like collecting mechanics. I think it's one of those games that is easily easily worth the 50 bucks on Switch. That's a good game. That's a good game. It really is drippy. Oh, I love drippy. If you want to play it portably, I'd say, yeah, because of the side quests, like, you can easily spend 300 hours in that game, and it'd be dope to play it like anywhere that you want. They even they knew about that because they actually made a DS version. It's a completely different style of game, but it has a lot of content too. They made a portable version of Nino Kuni, but it wasn't the same game, but it was Nino Kuni. So yeah, and it's not gonna be like a straight port. I mean it's still gonna have you know resolution. It's gonna have all the you know enhancements that the well, remastered version is gonna have. It's just not gonna have 4K. No, 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 no. Here's the the thing about this, Nino Cooney, real quick, so people know. The game is 720p, 30 frames per second, which is exactly what the PS3 version ran at. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. I remember why I forgot about Metal Gear Solid 5 because I bought this. Yep. Ground Zeroes. Yeah. I bought this thinking that it was this. Oh. And then ever since that, I just blocked it out of my entire memory. (laughs) So I forgot that I played 30 hours of this. And then when it came to grinding to build up my octagons for some reason, I was like, nope, screw this game because I bought this and that left such a bad taste in my yeah. mouth. I paid $1 for this. I found it at a, a thrift store. Like as soon as this thing came out, the price plummeted since people were beating it in like 10 minutes. I think uh, uh, $17.99. There's, there was one mission. Yeah. One mission. It's quick. Yeah. I think, uh, I think, I think Nino Kuni uh, remaster is also, I think it's 60 frames as well. Yeah, it's it's 60 frames on um and I think it's up to 4K with the PS4 Pro or whatever. Yeah. And 60 frames, but I think like on the base PS4 it might be 30. I, there are some discrepancies on yeah. that in terms of what you can do um on it, but it's not the remaster. It's not like they've enhanced a bunch of things. It's not like it's like they've redone and made it look so much better or anything. It's just a higher resolution. No, it's basically what Tales of Asperia Definitive Edition is yes. of Nino Kuni. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just that. So I mean, if you're if you're okay with that, then I'd say yeah, pick up the Switch room. But it, it is a little bit more expensive, I guess, on Switch. You said fifty Dreamcast guy for that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, but okay. it's worth. I mean, it's worth it. The game's freaking game. dope. It's a good yeah, game. It's good. Uh, Sean's mom says, "What is what is your favorite nude scene in a video game?" <laughs> so I, I have one because it's so bad. The the nude sex scene in Heavy Rain, where at one point uh it says unzipper pants, hold R2 and jerk your controller. So you actually have to like grab her buttons and go like this, and it feels really creepy. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the the tried and true God of War. Everybody I'll remembers go, that on the PS2. I'll go one. with Parasite Eve, because the Parasite Eve like shower scene, I think that was like the first like nude scene, probably for most people. Mm. I think I'll go at Mass Effect 2 when uh, who's the girl Miranda or whatever Ooh. is the that was that was pretty good at great at the, I was like this is awesome I was working, I was working towards that too I was like, I'm get this. OJ's like yeah I crossed the finish line yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then uh, and then later the other one was the um who's the crazy chick yeah but, yeah yeah so, dude oh like, my I was god like I got real brave I was like oh, yeah I'm, I'm, dude she's <laughs> you, you think Miranda's hot dude Jax is crazy. Yeah, man, she tears you up, man. Yeah, she, I'll go. Like, if you go Miranda, I'll choose Jax then. She she definitely does everything. 
can't, I can't really recall sex scenes in video games, so I'm just gonna I go. Think with... It's more nude scene than anything else. Like I could say a floor of Dante's Inferno. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. God, yeah. yeah. You could say you could say Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, I mean they're buck naked. Oh, well, I mean he has a tie. Oh, he actually has a tie on. Yeah. Diddy Kong with a hat. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with when you don't shower for three weeks in this game, and then you take a a, sh a shower with quiet. There you go. Ooh. Nice. All right. Uh, Mister Mister L says, long as my Pokemon are still banked, I'll live. Yeah. That's all right. Okay. Cool. Plus, you're gonna be, uh, uh, since this has nothing to do with E3 with Pokemon Home, you're still gonna be able to trade Pokemon that are not in Sword and Shield. Okay. okay. So you'll still have that functionality. Uh, LeCrang says, seeing how popular Fire Emblem is and how Sega is bringing back classics like Panzer Dragoon, do you think we might get a new Shining Force anytime soon? But Sega's not bringing back Panzer Dragoon. No, that's... Um, it's Forever Entertainment. Yeah, it's Forever. But... I mean, they're licensing the Panzer... Yeah, I guess they just wanted I'm to go, go I guess hard. they wanted to do it or I, I don't know how that all worked out. I don't know. If I've heard about how it all happened. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's like public, so. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if it was Sega or the other side that wanted it done, but I mean, it's happening, so. Forever wanted it done. They basically just went to Sega and said, "Hey, how much would it cost?" and Sega came out with a price and Forever said, "Okay, here." That's interesting. Wow, they must have been fans of the series or they just thought, "Hey, maybe there's enough people out there that would buy this if we did a good job with it." It looks good though. Looks good. Mm -hmm. They have good that. people overseeing it. Oh, good. Good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah, I know I know Max and Sean are on board with that too. So yep. oh, I've, I've eaten everything except uh saga. Okay. How does uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes have an eight out of ten on IGN? Uh because uh, I, I wanna there was a weird thing. I I, I think that there was a weird thing where only certain people were allowed to review Metal Gear Solid Five, and they like handpicked some of the nicest reviewers. Yeah, handpicked uh, meaning they reached into their wallet and threw it uh, at people. They put them in like a fancy uh, hotel, and they were allowed to play the game like twelve hours a day. And they feed you like great food, and all the developers are right there to talk to. What do you mean twelve hours a day? It's a five minute game. Yeah, well, you know, oh, yeah, Metal Gear Solid itself, not Ground Zeroes. Yeah, Ground Zeroes, you walk in, they hand you a candy bar, and you walk out, and the game's beaten. Uh, uh, also, the current trading value is 55 cents. Ooh, oh, now you're talking what it's worth. Then <laughs> uh, I have uh, John Shirtless for Charity When and Where uh, saying, <laughs> OJ, what are the best Smash characters for beginners? Best Smash characters for beginners? Yeah, absolutely. Mario's always a great character to pick. He's this game, he's still really good. And so Mario Fire Emblem. <laughs> Fire Emblem characters are good. So like Lucina, not Marth. Luc I just say Lucina in general is pretty good. I'd also say like even like a character like Wolf is not bad for beginners because he has a good range. Uh, he has a laser that just pesters the hell out of people. Good tools with neutral, fair, uh, forward air, up air, stuff like that. So like Wolf, Mario, Lucina, Cloud. Um, those are all characters for uh yeah. for beginners but yeah i would say mario mario and lucina lucina would be two characters that i think yeah and bowser jr love let's go <laughs> no he's not the character. <laughs> he's so bad <laughs> so bad uh mr, he, mr. oh go ahead go to <laughs> a jab that kills which is awesome by the way like jabs that kill really good so you have a jab that they upgraded a ton of his stuff i do kind of want to check him back out i did give but he's still bad but jab that kills us that's good mr uh mr pete says new consoles in m2 slot for expansion i don't i don't know if they want you to mess around with the box like that they don't even want you to open it so uh they'll probably i think they're just gonna solder stuff straight to the board to save money even even slots would save them money if they can get rid of all that 
Um, but uh, Arrow says, uh, Brave Fencer Masashi got a commemoration video like two to three years ago, they say. Uh, do you think a remake is possible in the future since Square hasn't forgot about it yet? Well, they released a statement like what? 24 hours ago that they're trying to bring everything back. Square wants to bring everything to whatever the current console is. So Chrono Trigger, hey, welcome to the party. Oh, Parasite Eve, cool. Let's hop in that shower, baby. Uh, stuff like, of course, Brave Fencer Musashi will be slashing again soon, hopefully. Charles um, Manor, bro, anything's possible. <laughs> yeah, right? Let's go. Let's go. Uh, uh, Pop D says, I'm an Xbox fan, but I think the next Xbox is already doomed. Gamers will buy the PS5 since it'll have exclusive. The Xbox won't. Thoughts? It's too early. What? To, too yeah, early. it's hard to say anything like that. I mean, I mean Xbox the- just announced a major exclusive for launch. I think we need to see the boxes, but uh, I mean, you can play them on your PC, I guess is what they're saying. Are you going to yeah. be able to play it? Did they, what do they say about Halo 5? Or sorry, Infinite, sorry. Halo, Halo Infinite is going to be on PC also. But how? right away? Apparently. I mean, there's still a mass of people who are. You're gonna put that. On. Yeah. How how much overlap is there really between yeah. the the high end PC gamers and those who buy an Xbox? Well, even that, like, you'll hear a lot of the times from a lot of them, like, "Oh, you don't really have to update like all the drivers for an Xbox, even though it does get updates, but it's usually packaged." Like, they prefer to not think about their gaming and then just have the piece. I'm also gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. I do wonder how many 360 gamers there actually were because I, I feel like that red ring situation may have bolstered those numbers a bit. Oh, it, it did. You Absolutely. know, like I look at that, I go, maybe this is the actual audience for the Xbox 360. It, it's, right about, it's about, I think the actual audience for Xbox is around 30 to 50. Maybe they can top out at 50, but it's in that range. It's around 30 million to 40 million. That's what they're going to sell. And I think they're fine with that because they're going to make a bunch of money on games pass. They're going to make a bunch of money playing games on everything else, Minecraft is going to be on everything. That's a huge. I mean, Phil Spencer just talked about it recently, saying that they're like a huge publisher for Nintendo, a third-party publisher for Nintendo. Yeah, they go to so their, their meetings as third-party publisher. <laughs> yeah, Cuphead and Minecraft are huge, and that Minecraft Dungeons game is going to sell gangbusters on Switch. Yeah, it's going to do yeah. very well, like more than a million probably. So uh, yeah. they also I, have the Super Lucky's Tale. That was kind of yeah. like a quick announcement they threw over there. I, I think the big yeah. thing here is backwards compatibility. Uh, next yeah. generation, if we're really if, if the rumors are true and both consoles are trying to do the previous three or four generations, uh, you're not really losing. I'll personally probably go with PS5 as my predominant console, mostly because already the PS4 has so many exclusives that are going to be coming over. So, uh, Yeah, I mean, it, it's way too soon to say anything about Xbox versus PS5 because... I mean, the core base of the Xbox is probably, we'll say, 30 million. Like, the Xbox 360 numbers are inflated due to the red ring of death. And there was also the Kinect boom that took in a lot of casual gamers who have not come back to gaming because they find that, you know, on their mobile phones. But, I mean, Sony still has a peak to what their core base is, too. We've seen the PS3 fail. That had a tough time. I mean, it still sold, like, 80 million worldwide. But, I mean, there's no guarantee PS5 is going to be a success just because the PS4 is. Microsoft mm-hmm. is launching with Halo. They they bought studios to guarantee they have exclusives, something they failed with with the Xbox One. So it's way too soon to really declare either system. I'll be curious how the PS5 does if it really does launch at $500. That'll be interesting. It'll depend what Microsoft comes in at. If Microsoft comes in $100 cheaper and doesn't have a stupid add-on like the Kinect, mm-hmm. or they don't come out with dumb messaging like, you can't play used games. <laughs> I mean, that would have that would have radically shifted how the Xbox One was viewed. 
they yeah. came out with a bad message and they never recovered. Uh, Aiden Quinn says, Ghostwire, I sleep. Uh, <laughs> Ikumi Nakamura says, real. Yep. Uh, Von Henry says, uh, everyone should know the risks with Kickstarter. I'd agree. I agree. Uh, I think it's just disappointment. I think yeah. people always know they're rolling the dice, but when you, you lose a game of cards, you know it's possible, but it sucks. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Charlie says, what are your opinions on Kickstarter games expanding their plans when they get overfunded? I have a Kickstarter up right now and am of the opinion that you should never expand. What would you prefer? Uh, that That's my thing, too. I've, I've read some stuff. It's basically that they get scared. Like if you're trying to get $10,000 to make a movie and somehow you got $10 million, then all of a sudden you're going to be trying to cast Brad Pitt to play mm -hmm. your mom. I mean, that's, that's just how it works. If your original vision shifts heavily from that. Yeah. yeah. You can kind of maybe even lose sight of what you're trying to do. So yeah. mm -hmm. look at, look at uh ukulele. Oh yeah. They hit their goal in 40 minutes. Yeah. Of 135 K. And then by the end they were at two mil. Their new game could be cool though. I'm I mean, looking forward. Well, that money not only helped them finish the game, but that helped them make a studio. Yeah. Yeah. And like give people a career and futures of games. And like now they have a new game coming out. Thanks to us. And it's good that they get the extra because I've read a lot of interviews with people like I think it was take. No, not take. No, yeah, take two. And um, they'll put out a number on Kickstarter and they'll be like, that's what we think. And then they'll get it or they'll get more and they'll be like, yeah, we can make this game. And then they, it's not enough. Like space based DF nine, they got funded for it. It literally got to about 30% complete and they ran out of money. That was it. So it's good to see, I guess, Microsoft picking them up and dealing with that crap. Mm. Uh, and then David, uh, David Valdez, Big 25, saying, just providing my weekly contribution to the Spawncast. My question is, the excitement around the TurboGrafx Mini, will there be an impact on the prices to the physical games? Do you think they will rise or lower? There's excitement around that? Actually, you know what? People were kind of excited about the TurboGrafx Mini. I have to admit, I saw some YouTube videos come up. I saw people online talking about it on Twitter. Excited or confused? I think a little bit of both. I think uh, surprised is another word for it. But we don't know all the games. They're missing, I think, Bonk's Adventure on the American one. But I believe the Japanese one has it. Uh, so they're going to have to add. That has to be added to the American version. Uh, but, I mean... I do wonder if prices actually on that could possibly go up because there'd be more awareness around the system then. Cause I, there are people who probably don't even know what the system is. And now they've seen it and they're like, you can check this thing out. It's possible prices could actually go up because of this classic system. So uh, we'll see. I, I have to just see if Konami has to actually release the thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. We'll see, we'll see. We'll see. I gotta see if them actually like, bring the system out. Uh, so let's move into Square and then we'll finish up with Nintendo after that. Square had a lot of people believe the best. Uh, some people still, it's a lot of people are be between Nintendo and Square as the best conferences or best. Pre I think Square had the best live one, absolutely. There's no question there. Um, but they did Final Fantasy VII Remake, of course, Life is Strange 2, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, Octopath Traveler. They just talked about that going to PC. The Last Remnant Remastered, Dragon Quest Builders 2, Dragon Quest uh, 11, of course, 11S, uh, Circuit Superstars, Kingdom Hearts 3, Battalion 1944, Final Fantasy 14, Dying Light 2, Romance Saga 3, Saga Scarlet Grace, Final Fantasy Brave uh, Exvius, uh, War of the Visions, Final Fantasy Brave Exvius again, Outriders, Onanaki, Final Fantasy VIII, and Marvel's Avengers. What was everyone's overall thoughts on this? 
I'm uh, excited for Octopath coming to PC because people could do mods. Ooh, well, dude, so Austin, you're one of the or you're one of the only super hardcore fans I know of uh, all the Final Fantasies like I am. How blown away were you by Final Fantasy VIII? Uh, never played it. Really? It, I yeah. own it. I played it for like maybe yeah. an hour on my PS3. Never did anything past. It's pretty that. good. It's pretty it, good. It's pretty good. Uh, the one problem that I think is one of the reasons that people don't talk about it as much. It has one of the worst plot twists of any game I've oh ever. My. God, yes. I, mean, I, I love the game until all of a sudden yeah, I was in it was it like an alien movie and I was like, okay, I'm not sure what's going on. And it then was, it was like, hey, we're all little orphan Annie. Like, yeah, all this all is the, the all so the main characters, all the main characters are like these random like badasses from all over the world who come together and it turns out that they're all childhood best friends who just got amnesia. Yeah, I and, think, and uh, yeah, that game makes no sense. I think in order for someone to enjoy seven, eight, and nine. You had to have grown up with it as opposed to 10, 12, 13, and 15. I, I even nine, now, you could pick them up and play them. I think nine you can play now. Like, I think if somebody played, t- yeah, the later ones, of course, but I think someone could pick up nine right now as well because of how expressive it was and how all the text box look and stuff. I think nine also aged great. I, I think eight is going to sell crazy numbers because we didn't get this on other consoles. This is the first time that we're seeing it since its original release, right? I, I think they also. Yeah, they did a digital version of it at some point. I think they did a digital version of it on PS3 and Vita and uh, PSP, but that was just the game with no load times. Yeah, it was on. St- I know it made its way to Steam, but it's not like this one. I think it was literally just a dump of the game on a Steam. Um, yeah, and it was, made some mods uh, for the Steam version, yeah. but this looks totally different. Like, that's the weird thing is the screenshots. Honestly, I think they remade the game. I the think prob- that they. Yeah, the problem is they lost, apparently lost the source code. Yeah. So they lost the sword, like, 98. <laughs> yeah. So I hope they actually have a, I hope they talk to an, somebody interviews them or has a story about how they found it. I, I don't know. It's we turned on a calculator in one of our storage facilities and it was there. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they took that PC version and they like, you know, reverse engineered it or who knows? It, I mean, it's hard to say. Well, well Jake, they found is this old hard drive. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what happened with the uh, Starcraft uh, Starcraft. Somebody they lost Blizzard lost the source code. Some random dude found the source code at like a yard sale and gave it to Blizzard. And they were able to release uh, the 4K Blizzard or uh, Starcraft remastered like, because of this. dude. They paid him like thousands of dollars. Thank you. I'm yeah. almost positive that Randy Pitchford found on a USB drive for them. Right. <laughs> it was probably on some type of Randy Pitchford USB drive. Just don't look at everything. Look at this part. These aren't P videos. This is Final Fantasy VIII. Well, I'll just give it back. Well, yeah, we talked a little bit about Final Fantasy VII earlier, but what was everyone's thoughts on that? That was an extended look in the beginning, too. They showed, like, I mean, besides skipping around, like, they showed that whole boss fight. Like, who's doing that? Like, they came with legit gameplay, some cool trailers, and even teasing, like, oh, yeah, maybe we'll see, you know, Tifa at some point, and then all of a sudden they show it, you know, a couple minutes later. Like, they they do a good job presenting that. Like, I thought they did a great job presenting that. And and overall, it looks like a great next step for their style of RPG. I mean, I... Yeah. Really started to fall out of the whole feel of like a uh, turn base, just pick and choose. This actually feels great. Tactics, positioning, all of it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. free time technically to to like pick well, your abilities when you build up that ATB bar yeah. and everything. Yeah, so in, in the in the second Witcher in combat, if you figured it out, you could switch to different like bombs and stuff, and it would slow time down. And I loved that about that combat and seeing it kind of be that tacked on thing for this just makes it just a little bit better in my opinion. It's great. Well, and it looks like so- a nice healthy mix between. 
the combat of 13, 15, and 7. Yeah, right. The the topple. It was weird. That topple system is straight yeah, up. You break it, or you break them, yeah. Yeah. I was so like, oh, that, that's a good way of doing it. Which if y'all haven't played 13, like for people in chat and stuff, basically it was about, it, it wasn't just about hitting your opponent hard. It was about hitting your opponent consecutively. So if all of us are hitting, it'll slowly build up the topple meter till they literally fall over and you uppercut them in the balls. And Stagger, was, right? Yeah, exactly. And they were doing that to, uh, to guard Scorpion. I heard in the demo people were playing, uh, the guard scorpion fight is tough, like in a really good way. Nice. That's, that's good. Yeah, I'm looking for it. Visually, is that is that like one of the best games you've seen on the PlayStation? That looked insane. It definitely looks good, but there was a little bit more on the combat because I saw people tweeting about it. Apparently, some moves cause certain effects like knockback and stuff. And someone described a fight that they, I guess, had a hands-on thing with where they actually knocked a guy off uh, the part of the map. They were oh, my completely. God. That's so like, it just sounds really great. Uh, visually though, that looks like it looks crazy. They yeah, definitely that's, upgraded the visuals and best looking JRPG that I've seen. Final Fantasy 15 is the best looking JRPG. You know, yeah. this is definitely the next best looking JRPG. Is that absolutely? I wonder if the reason it's two Blu-rays is because of like like the textures and all this, all the oh, it has to be. That's it's, it's not textures, that long. Yeah. It, it's just really not that long of a game. It's just really good looking. All graphics, <laughs> all graphics, baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Man, it looks it looks so close to they're getting really close to uh advent children yeah right oh, yeah, I, dude you could compare it with that film i think it's almost spot on it, no, the film looks a lot better the film looks a lot better the hair looks better the hair looks yeah in the yeah the, okay in, in that regard sure i'm sorry like like the way like faces look and other things like it's it's almost next gen gen with the hair if we can get that like perfect I, it's I'm there's not, no difference five i think ps5 might be there the right. I mean, there have been modules. Two is going to be great. Yeah, there have been modules built into video cards for a while now, just real hair physics and stuff like that that could yeah. be utilized. <laughs> Twenty so, frames. Per I'm excited to see how the uh, the cutscenes are going to look. Right. Yeah, yeah, just gorgeous. Well, especially with all that new content, like the weird ghosts flying around Aerith, which are just the. It looks like it's going to be totally different, and I think that's the safe choice. There was like a quote years ago when they talked to somebody who was remaking a game. I can't remember if it was before they announced the final fantasy seven remake, or they were interviewing somebody about remaking one of the Zeldas. And they said like painting a picture again is painful. If you have to repeat the mistakes, like if you're making a game again, you want to do it totally different than where you're not bored. And I think that's definitely what they're trying to do. I mean, the game literally has the, name remake in the title right yeah it's not yeah. they're not you know saying final fantasy 7 for the ps4 is in a reimagining of no final fantasy 7 remake for the ps4 uh any anything on the avengers guys before we move on to nintendo any thoughts on that one uh people are mad and kind of downvoting my video a little bit but i watched that 13 minutes of leaked gameplay and i think it looks bad overall yeah. pretty meh feeling about it gameplay is it, wasn't is it that the way the characters look no uh, my, my thing is that people's abilities don't look well thought out it's weird that black widow can turn invisible and that uh thor is smashing apart random people and has like robot nipples um, of all the stuff I saw in the gameplay, the Incredible Hulk seems to make the most sense. Uh, his abilities look properly programmed. I think that they probably started with Hulk. Hulk definitely looks the most done. This this is a games as a service game. Do you think this is going to come out and it's going to see a similar reception to what we've seen with Anthem and Fallout 76, where it's not like it's not ready for launch, but it comes out anyway and they add to it as we go on? 
I I don't think that. So they released a statement uh, this morning, I think, which basically said that there will be a dedicated single player campaign and that cannot be co-opt. It has to be solo. So I think what's going to happen is we're probably going to have a really focused, centered 10 hour adventure like Spider-Man. And then after that is where the games as a service content starts. And that'll be like the being the Avengers. And that's where they're going to start being like, all right, make your own hero. All right. uh, Pay for this mini skirt. I'm okay with I'm okay with at least I'm, with like a focused story. So I'm nervous that the story may be very condensed into a very small thing and the games as a service is where they're really focusing. Like I, I feel like I'm not saying it's gonna be as long as like only like Avengers Endgame. It's not gonna be like a three hour campaign, but I I don't think it for some reason I'm getting vibes where it's not gonna be a very long game. Like yeah. it's a very short campaign so, so is it tony stark looks like angry joe <laughs> uh <laughs> i think i'm more excited for iron man vr mm, at this really? point oh, nah, i don't know about all that but yeah man. <laughs> any, uh, any any other any other thoughts on uh square before we move into nintendo since we're going a little longer here tonight so are we talking about squares that trials of mana for square or for Nin- i mean it's that's square and game, but it's, 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 at nintendo's yeah i guess it's in nintendo's we can talk about a nintendo okay so. well then we'll just wait then Okay, that's fine. Cool, that'll work. Uh, we did have some Streamlab donations as well that I'll read through. Uh, Big Jeff says, sorry, missed a few minutes because I was waiting for you guys to start up on Twitch. Here's a donation. I listen every week, and you guys introduced me to OJ. Not the one, hey. not, not the OJ we were talking about earlier, this OJ here with this us. This me, normal, non-killer OJ. I wasn't even, I was barely alive in 1994. How old was I? I was, I was just a child. I was just being born that year. Yeah, I was. I was just a child. I had nothing to do with it. I don't even oh, like the Buffalo Bills. I, I don't even like the Buffalo Bills. I don't like them at all. Uh, <laughs> Aiden Quinn asks, uh, with the Smash collab and Nintendo Publishing, will we ever see the Dragon Quest Eleven extra content on other platforms? I, the, I think uh, OG, you commented on this one point as well that Nintendo may have put money up to get that done with Square. Yeah, yeah, it's looking like because Nintendo's publishing the game here. Um, that content that's came to previous Dragon Quest games, so like for example, Dragon Quest Builders, that content's still not on the PS4 version of the game, and there's some exclusive content in there. Now, it's not substantial like this one, but it seems like Nintendo put a substantial amount of money into this one more so than not. There's so, I don't think it's coming over. I don't there's think there's a so. lot of stuff in this one. It looks, yeah. it looks good. I'm gonna beat it again, I'm gonna play all that. Uh, and Here's another thing. Even with Dragon Quest Builders 2, there's exclusive content in that one, and Square Enix didn't even announce it for the Switch at their conference. They just let Nintendo talk about it. Mm-hmm. Nintendo has some exclusive content in there because they're the publisher for Dragon Quest Builders 2 as well, and I don't think that content's coming over. So I, I honestly think Nintendo just paid for it, and they, they want the content to themselves, so I don't think it's coming over, and a lot of people are upset about that, but, you know, whatever. But, uh, Austin, have you played Dragon Quest Eleven yet? Uh, Me? Yeah, yeah. Do you, have you played Dragon Quest Eleven at all? I've never I haven't played any Dragon Quest. Look towards that on the on the Switch when it drops. You don't have to play any of the other ones. You can just play this one. Mm-hmm. Uh it's actually a very, very good RPG. You're the luminary. It's I, well, I like what he said about Xenoblade. Well, no, this oh. one's a, a straight up traditional RPG like Xenoblade's think awesome. What are you talking about? Think uh, of that, uh, was my, that was my least viewed stream ever. I streamed that, I had four people watching. Think oh. of uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, think of Final Fantasy 7 uh, fighting, uh, Austin. If you like that, you'll like Dragon Quest 11. Okay. 
it's more much more traditional it is like that's the one thing people don't like about dragon quest sometimes is that they're tr too traditional with their uh gameplay but i like it it's it's old school so uh cringe lord 216 asks where i got this shirt this is exclusive austin john plays merch oh nice hashtag small, always plug small, small is that on your website austinjohnplays.com slash merch there you go right. or just austinjohnplays.com uh shop mr beast <laughs> big jeff said i had a friend who worked for microsoft when the 360 was out he said that the white xbox 360s were not counted in the final numbers the 75 plus xbox 360 sales he said was all post red ring of death which included the free ones they had to send out which is millions five to ten mm. i think a lot of people also, if, if they got a red ring trust me i saw this a lot they didn't even send it in. They just bought another Xbox. Yeah, they 100%. How about doing that? I was go buy one and they would just show up and they'd buy a brand new one and leave. Especially, and now, especially when they started changing it where you had to like pay for the shipping and all that. They were like, oh, yeah. just pay for the box. That was when also when the Xbox 360 Elite came out. So a lot of people just upgraded to the Elite. Mm -hmm. and said, I'm, I'm not going to I'm just going to go upgrade the Elite and be done with it. And that that's that. It was the Slims as well. We had people come in who were like, could you put my hard drive in a Slim and sell it to me? We're like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. It happened like a lot. It was crazy. Um, people just didn't want to, they didn't want to deal with the mail or anything or wait. The waiting was the biggest problem. If Call yeah. of Duty or Halo was out, they weren't waiting. They were they were just getting another one. Um, so yeah. Uh let's let's move over to uh Nintendo. Banjo. <laughs> Nintendo's uh showing was was pretty good, I would say. A lot of people really liked it. It was a fast-paced direct, probably one of their better ones in a in a while i would say a long while i would say looking at it uh just because there was quite a bit of stuff there a lot of third party too nate as you pointed out um but uh we of course saw smash bros characters we saw dragon quest 11 representation right in the beginning with several characters including the hero or luminary from 11 the erdrick uh, and others Luigi mansion 3 dark crystal which was an odd one that was a tactics <laughs> dark crystal game Didn't uh, look like a good tactics game either Ugh. <laughs> Link's Awakening, Trials of Mana, Collection of Mana, Witcher 3, Fire Emblem 3 Houses, Resident Evil 5, Resident Evil 6, No More Heroes 3, Contra, then Contra again with the Anniversary Collection, uh, Damon X Machina, Panzer Dragoon, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Astral Chain, Empire of Sin, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order, Cadence of Hyrule, Mario and Sonic at the uh, Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games, Animal Crossing New Horizons, and then a sequel to Zelda Breath of the Wild. What's everyone's thoughts on this? I literally cried when I saw Banjo. Yeah, Banjo was it for you, huh? <laughs> yeah. Also, Breath of the Wild 2, that's super awesome, but I, I literally cried. That's, and that's today, an awesome, man. When editing a video about Banjo, and watching back all the reaction videos. Did you guys see the video of Nintendo New York reacting? Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. I, I cried again watching that. It yeah, just, great. It was just like this wholesome, warm feeling in my chest. The, I think this, the thing about Banjo is he's been on the shelf for a, like a long time. I, I don't even, I don't think people really count nuts and bolts like that. No, no one does. He's been on the shelf for a <laughs> long time. And, it's been a while, uh, man. And Nintendo did it right too because his like his design looks good in Smash Bros. Does this mean we're getting the amiibo of him? Come on. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that's gonna be an amiibo. Oh but yeah. Mike's been... already counting the money, man. <laughs> I'm hoping that they do an alternative amiibo, and the alternative amiibo has Dragon Kazooie. Hmm. I, I mean, I think you might have to keep wishing for that one. No, but... Okay, too niche of a reference. Okay, moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> what what I've been saying, he's running, and he's just on his back. <laughs> I've been saying 
how long have I been saying Banjo on the podcast was going to be a character <clears throat> announcement? At, at least six months. I mean, I think a lot of us, a lot of us have been guessing at that forever. You know, like, like it's it's, it's pretty crazy. Like it, it gets to a point where people are like it's it's impossible. I'm like it's it's not impossible. And that just proves it. Cloud is here. So I think the entire direct was super fun, but that teaser at the end completely blew me away. Just even having the words appear of, hey, we are currently making a brand new Zelda that is a direct sequel. We have seen so few of those. There's like Zelda 2 on the NES. There's Majora's Mask. uh, There's Spirit Tracks. There's a couple direct Zelda sequels, but this just feels like a dawn of a new generation i'm just so curious as to what the hell the game's even going to be about what's interesting is this is going to be them making a sequel to breath of the wild where the wii u isn't involved yeah yes so i wonder if they get more out of the switch then with this sequel absolutely oh absolutely they'd have to Uh, they just ported the the game over now they can just make it for it um, in terms of, and they can add a lot of the stuff. The funny thing is that as good as Breath of the Wild is, there's so many more things they can do to make the game better. Can they yeah. perfect that with this one? I mean, that would be amazing. But the so the thing for me was Trials of Mana. I thought this franchise was dead. And oh, to yeah. get a full remake of Seiken Densetsu 3 literally blew me out of my chair. I was by my stupid Wii U over there, by my Japanese Wii. I was in the, nearly by the back of my room. I was so shocked that they even decided to do it. And it's not like the Secret of Mana remake on the PS4, which is not very good it's not that it's literally like 3d camera control and everything it just that just blew me away that was the announcement that i was like oh my gosh i can't believe we're getting this and it looks so good yeah they played the truck it looks amazing it looks amazing it runs great it's it 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 looks so good and and it's so nostalgic like it has like because i played it like on the emulator you know and i played it i played it in japanese so i didn't even know what the hell was going on before i got the english version of it and man it looks dope like obviously it's not up to the level of like a final fantasy 7 remake but we all knew that was coming for five years now. This was we thought we thought Square Enix don't give a damn about man. And there's been bad mana games, guys. After the after second <laughs> there's been horrible mana games. PS2 trash. The DS games ugh, not yeah, very good. Children of Mana, right? Yeah, Children yeah. of Mana. Yeah. Oh my god, that game is rough. I beat. I beat. Yeah. Like, why is this? I, I put it down. I played the first ninety minutes, and I was. Yeah. Just, I don't care. Yeah, I, I can. I, a lot of people did that. That game was returned all the time. Like I used to go to this mom and pop shop. They had like. Five million copies of Children yeah. of Man just just chilling there, used on the DS. It did not live up to the name of what the first ones did. So to see that, that was to me was the biggest surprise. But no more Heroes Three. That was a freaking dope. It was cool to I see. Mean, it was cool to see Suda get that. Yeah. Yes, finally, no more Heroes Three was 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 great to see, and Astral Chain even looks better somehow than the first one. It looks like now that we know that story and it actually feels cohesive and like a solid world that I'm going to enjoy diving into. I think I think Astral Chain, that could be one of Platinum's highest rate higher rated games when it's all said I I'm making a video or it could be game of the year, man. It's look, it's looking, it's looking that way. It's looking, especially this year with kind of like the PS4 and like people already focusing on the next systems. It could be man. Like I was yeah I was looking at the gameplay for it and I was like there's a lot more to this than I thought there'd be. It won me over. I, I it was the most surprising game of the show. It was like how OJ had that wow moment when they first showed it off, and I was like, ah, okay, you know the the E3 presentation, the treehouse gameplay. The second you see the motorbike going in the tunnel and it's doing all these cool like crazy action movie maneuvers, and I'm like, I'm sold. And, was, and, and it was crazy. I was thinking about this with this this year, like when we get to the end of the year, what's going to be like game of the year nominees? Just looking yeah. at what we know right now. Death Res Stranding. 2. 
De- Devil, yeah, RE2, Devil May Cry. Um, honestly, Death Stranding, right? I, Death Stranding, yeah. And honestly, um, I'm already hearing a lot of rumblings. People are uh, loving the giant expansion for uh, Monster Hunter. Iceborne or whatever, apparently that that's uh, probably going to be like game of the year. What, what is the new... Uh, how Witcher ongoing, ongoing game of the year or whatever yeah, like Witcher three Heart of Stone won like best RPG of the year I think we'll probably see that a best RPG of the year maybe that there's like, also gear, cool. gears too gears gears gears, gears could we be okay there. but for what it comes out in three months and all we know is multiplayer and a little bit of gameplay from the show floor no, we're just trying to go by names and everything to try to yeah, figure names. out what we even put on the list you know because I'm looking at that and I don't even know if I don't know if Death Stranding will be. I, I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if Death Stranding's gonna be. Up I there think Death Stranding is gonna be on there because you know. You know I think Jeff, 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 Ke- Jeff Keeley is a. I, I just very in love with. I think Death Stranding is gonna have some controversy, man. I think there are people who just don't flat out don't like that game. I think it's it's gonna happen. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm. That's why I'm looking at this. I'm like, we got Devil May Cry as a Game of the Year nominee. That's not that's Not normal, right? Yeah, sec- Sekiro. Sekiro too. Yeah, yeah. Sekiro. But like, these are games that aren't normally up there. You know, like I'm looking at them. I'm like, maybe Astral Chain does have a chance as a nominee. Then it's got a chance oh. as a nominee. It definitely has a chance as a nominee because Jump of what they showed off. <laughs> what they showed up in the treehouse was freaking amazing, man. Like the Legion swapping, like having five different ones. It's a mix between Nier and it's a mix between Bayonetta, but then it also has some Batman Arkham in it, man, with the detective eye stuff, the Iris. So I mean, I'm it's really unlike any platinum games put it. See, I'm looking at I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna enjoy Link's Awakening more, but I know that's not gonna get nominated because of like what it is like yeah oh yeah that's not gonna get it's nominated. not gonna get nominated i'm gonna have a blast with it but i'm like i know this isn't gonna get nominated mario maker lost its spot any nintendo games that are gonna be nominated for game of the year what's what's that i don't think there's gonna be any nintendo games nominated for game of the oh year. Yeah, 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 mario, yeah. mario maker 2 will be nominated mario, I think, and i, I think kate would have Cadence of Hyrule, even though obviously that's third party. Um, there's always one indie game that wins stuff a lot. Like last year, we obviously had uh, uh, what's the Mountain Celeste. West game? Celeste. Celeste. Yeah, I think uh, I think the Celeste of this year is definitely going to be Cadence of Hyrule. Um, honestly, I, I think Judgment is going to win a couple. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty far to it. Judgment, um, I think, is definitely the best open world game of the year so far. Let me get a uh, Nate. What was your take on? on the direct because you weren't as sold on it as a lot of people were, right? No, I wasn't sold on it as a lot of people. As a fan, I liked the entirety of the direct. It showed a good diversity of software. As a critic looking at it, I think the direct underwhelmed. Well, I asked you this. I, I asked you this and I well go ahead, go ahead, Nate. What were you gonna say? I mean it underwhelmed to me because it felt like Nintendo Nintendo didn't use E3 to solve any of their 2019 schedule pacing issues they went to e3 they only dated games up till september except for animal crossing because their hand was forced they had to date that because they delayed it and they and now they've left october november and december vacant and they gave good updates on known software and they gave release dates on known software but the only new announcement from nintendo themselves was breath of the wild 2 and that's awesome in its own right but the direct itself was carried by third parties even look at like what we've had oj said it was Square Enix with, you know, the Mana collection and the Mana games. It's people talking about third-party support for the system. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, oh, Nintendo came out and they, you know, they absolutely blasted this awesome E3 on their own. It was their third-party partners who carried that direct. They made it interesting. Now, like, Luigi's Mansion 3 was probably the surprise of their direct for me. That game came out. They demonstrated it. It looks phenomenal. It, it, look good, it, it could be a Game of the Year nominee, depending how the 
campaign plays out. I just yeah. don't think it was one of Nintendo's, as Nintendo itself, one of their stronger E3s. Well, I think I, they were kind of lackluster. I mentioned this before, and I thought about it more, and I think it's correct. I think they had a misfire <laughs> on Animal Crossing because I, I talked to you, Nate. I talked to you, Max, about this too, I think, in the last one. I said, because of what happened with Animal Crossing, they must have been sure it was going to be a 2019 game. I feel like they looked at the calendar and said, we can't fit it in here, and we could use the extra time to you know, work on it. Let's move it to 2020. And they ended up in March. If this direct had been where they announced Animal Crossing, so no one even knew it was going to be, you know, it wasn't a delay or anything then, mm -hmm. uh, I think it would have put the direct over the top for like everybody. Like Animal Crossing is first revealed, announced, and then you got a date as well. Like mm -hmm. we didn't know it was going to be 2019. We didn't know about it at all. People would have, of course, the last direct where they showed it, erase that, you know. Uh, I think this would have been like the direct for a lot of people then. So there wouldn't be a, a, a letdown of the delay. It would have been like, oh, wow, Animal Crossing's out in eight months or whatever. Well, I think like part of it is they came out with Animal Crossing. They showed it, they dated it. It was kind of like because of the delay, they needed something that would overshadow the talk of the Animal Crossing delay. So they announced Breath of the Wild 2. What do people talk about with the direct from Nintendo? They talk about Breath of the Wild 2. They're not True. the delay isn't the main topic of conversation, which it would have been. Look at all the conversation leading to the direct for Nintendo. It was will Animal Crossing be delayed? Tears mm -hmm. will shed if it falls to 2020. Everyone was so afraid the delay would happen. Then the delay had happened. And what happens? Breath of the Wild 2 gets announced. And people were kind of like, oh, I'm okay with the delay now because I'm hyped for this potential next 2020 game of a new Zelda. So it's great marketing. But it just seemed... It just... I don't really view it as a, mm. a monumental win for Nintendo for a direct... I mean, E3 as a whole, I would give Square Enix... The winner of E3 as an entirety. You take the games from the Direct, you take Square Enix's own conference. Square came out and they showed the best games for E3. Mm. I just think of that, that like that, but that like they could have done an Animal Crossing announcement, they could have done Banjo and Smash, and then Breath of the Wild 2 to close it out. Like that would have been a pretty quick one, two, three announcement right there. That would have probably put it over the top, but instead, of Animal Crossing was a bit of a letdown, although the gameplay. Looks game looks dope though, doesn't it? Like the crafting. It looks I mean, great. the last time I really played Animal Crossing was on the GameCube. I'll be honest, so I'll check this one out. But uh, I've been in Animal Crossing in a long time, uh, but people incredible. seem really, really happy with it online. So on yeah. online multiplayer, apparently, which is up very to eight people now. Yeah, uh, that to me is a huge deal. Very excited for that. Mm -hmm. Um, just real quick before we like wrap up, I mm -hmm. do love the fact that the Treehouse showed so much different stuff, uh, including. The Nintendo Treehouse actually showed us a bunch of gameplay for Grandia Collection, and uh, apparently that's coming out any day. Apparently it's done, and Nintendo is just uh, waiting to give them a release date. Oh, very cool. Yeah, yeah the awesome. Treehouse is good this year. Yeah, there's the a lot of gameplay. Solid. Seeing all the updates for Damon X Machina, seeing more of the yeah. in-depth stuff for Pokemon, it was great. Yeah, yeah those updates for Ghost absolutely nailed it out the park. I mean, the high skill demonstration for Astral Chain I mean, yeah. that was great. That was great seeing you know more of Luigi's Mansion. That was awesome. Damon X Machina, some of the third-party games, the indie games they showcased. They, I mean, they really did highlight the games in a really positive way, and probably sold people on some of those games. Oh, that's right. Modern Vintage Gamer said uh, Jedi Fallen Order could be a Game of the Year nominee as well. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm Hang just on, happy. I'm, I have a lot to say about that game, by the way, because of how much I played the other ones. I mean, if it makes it in, it's sort of like my dad has a bunch of money and he paid the school for me to, you know, get. <laughs> they are missing. I, I'll say, as somebody who played the Jedi series forever now, like 20, 20 something years now, they're missing a lot from that game. 
like something I just thought of uh, before when I said no Nintendo game this year would be up for game of the year. There is a game from last year that could be nominated for game of the year that falls in between the window of the game awards and the game awards. Nope, don't say it. It's a 2018 release. I don't count it. Smash Ultimate. Don't Smash. count it. It's gonna it's gonna be nominated for probably will fighting games. Fighting, I, don't probably. Like I don't think it's gonna yeah, I don't think it's it, gonna win. It game won't of the be year. nominated for a game of the year, but I mean it technically could. No, it could. But like Smash for Wii U, for example, it it was the best rated game that year that it came out and it still didn't win game of the and year. And they can't they just won't they just forget about it like they forgot about Xenoblade? Yeah. Yeah, but however, <laughs> we've been getting like constant updates and like we're still talking about Banjo in Smash. But, like, but that's it, why it might be under fighting anyway, because what other fighting games have come out since then? Well, Smash Wii U won fighting game of the year. You know, Smash Wii U won fighting game of the year back. I, I just, I'm just looking at what they did with Smash Wii U. Smash Wii U was the best rated game that year, and then what was it? What was that game? Dragon Age Inquisition won game of the year when it was rated lower than Bayonetta two, and also rated lower than Smash Brothers. But Dragon Age Inquisition won game of the year. So I mean, I'm looking at it kind of like in that vein. Best fighting game, obviously. I mean, that's what we'll get. So yeah. it'll, it'll get it'll get one of those little trophies that they'll probably end up putting in a closet somewhere. I'm just happy to have really a closet to put anything anyway. But <laughs> well, I'm just behind the Batman thing, man. Mortal Kombat 11 came out this year. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a fight. I don't yeah. think that's beating Smash Ultimate. No, I don't. I don't think it's. I think Smash Ultimate's going to win over that. I'll probably I mean, go up there with a Samurai Showdown and then just you know there you go. <laughs> I'm just I feel happy. Like every year they have to really look around for enough fighting games to fill it out. Like <laughs> I'm starting to get that feeling. I just I just don't think enough fighting games. Like they want to extend the fighting games through seasons now. You know, it's well, like, everything's like Arc System Works. So it's like can we yeah. nominate like 15 Arc System Works games? Uh, eventually they're going to be against themselves. I'm like right, I guess we win. I'm just uh, happy with the best uh, Arc System Award with Spyro. <laughs> Spyro's coming to Switch, finally. And then Spyro is also announced for Crash Team Racing uh, for a later uh, update. Uh, let's. I do have some... Do we have any Discord questions left, Evan, before we get out of here? Just the one specifically, just asking about our thoughts and any info on the Damon X Machina controllers that Hori's putting out. Uh, they look dope. Yeah, I, I want to try them out. Um, I... I guess message them somewhat on Twitter about it. Uh, but either way, I was going to check them out because they actually like to give a better, better, I guess, uh, more area to actually grip the sides of the Joy-Con mm-hmm. on, the, on the Switch and everything. So I think it'll be cool. Yeah. Should be interesting. I'll, uh, I'll get it either way. I feel like I have to break the fourth wall again. What do you do? Uh, it's probably chat. But uh, I, I, think, I don't think what this is what people don't necessarily understand. I'm not saying the Direct wasn't good. I'm saying Nintendo's own presence of Nintendo games was not the strongest aspect of the Direct. It was third-party games that was the strongest aspect of the Direct. Third-party support made the Direct good. Not entirely Nintendo. For some reason, people are connecting that if I say Nintendo didn't have a great E3, that it means the Direct. I'm talking about Nintendo themselves. Yeah, but yeah, I, and Nintendo the, as a publisher. Yeah, as an individual company. But yeah, the chat doesn't get it. Like, the, like, yes, the publisher. But I'm not even going to include Dragon Quest like 11 in Builders. To me, that's Square. Yes, Nintendo's publishing it, but that's still Square. Yeah, and people in chat aren't going to get it, but I don't know if explaining to them again no, is going to fix it either. It's, like, gonna, it's, it's The Direct made me happy. Yeah, but the Direct make you happy because of just what Nintendo showed or because of everything showed? I, 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 think, that, I think one of the biggest issues is that everybody always says like third parties like or we don't have enough third-party games and then we finally get like a lot of great ones and then like so i think that's maybe what some people are thinking and it's not complaining that they had good third-party games it's just saying for one like nintendo had a good third-party showing and that was the strongest aspect of their direct 
and it just felt like Nintendo took it a little safe. They didn't bring their usual top tier game. They didn't bring the shockers this time. Is it fair to compare Nintendo as a platform and a publisher and a developer to Square Enix's presentation, who is just a publisher and developer, not a platform? You can compare the two. Usually they separate them. Usually it's like Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, who have the best in third-party publishers usually, but like this yeah, year but because kind of like a wash. People are considering Square as like, Someone who put on a presentation, which the presentation itself was really bad, like the production of it. I thought I thought it was really clean. I like that they managed to put jokes in there and they teased it all out and showed a lot of really raw gameplay. So Square Enix was my uh, favorite overall, even presentation wise. There was uh, a lot of microphone feedback. There was dead space between the transitions. There were lighting issues. I, I didn't see any of that, but that's that's also the, into the nitty gritty, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I when I somebody showed me Final Fantasy VII remake, my favorite game of all time, coming again. I'm not gonna notice if the guy like goes <clears throat> off to the side. Uh, let me go through the super chats uh, real quick. We have Trevor Voss saying uh, "Who me?" with a question mark. Uh, now Tian says, uh, mm-hmm. "Who's the Who's the leprechaun with blue hair egging OJ on? Let him have his opinion, armchair warrior." <laughs> all right, so two things. One, my hair ain't blue. I think you're colorblind. And uh, two, uh, it's called Jokes Between Friends. I think you need to learn about that. But it's, okay, oh, no, thank it, you for the donation. It's getting the rim lighting from the back. I, th- I think he was. Yeah. I think he was joking. And you're not a wait. Did he call you a leprechaun? You're tall though. You're like six foot. Oh, yeah, it's it's because because of the it's because of the red beard. Oh, leprechaun. it's because of the beard. Oh, okay, yeah. leprechauns are short though, aren't they? Yes, they are. Traditionally, okay. traditionally, however, yeah. you ever met a assuming, tall leprechaun? That's assuming what? that all leprechauns are midgets. Well, I'm just saying when I went to Notre Dame, I didn't. They all the leprechauns they showed us was they were short. They were short oh, okay. people. And okay. you agree in leprechaunism, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, C- Caesar says, uh, "When will the first Ori come out for Switch?" Soon, it's coming out this year. I think fall. If it doesn't hit this year, it'll definitely be announced this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ori is coming to Switch. Oh, mm-hmm. Eric says, Nate, I know what you mean. Kisses, two dollars. <laughs> See. Yeah. That's a good Eric man. Is sending you kisses. Uh, uh, Mar- Marvel Boy says uh, Chainsaw equals Doom and MK11, Katana and Scorpion Mask. Um, uh, Andrew says, is RGT at Sonic Drive Thru? With Scott the Waz right now, yeah. I like to imagine he is, yes. He is. Nice, uh, lovely night. Talking about his driving. one-up arcades. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's talking about selling drugs out of his one-up arcade. <laughs> Uh, Man- Mana Entertainment uh, says FF7 remake equals button mash episodic trash. So mad. I don't know. It didn't look like that. It looked like you had to build up your meter and then you would actually move to choosing different commands. There was a lot of strategy there. It looked like. I think. I think when you play it, you might be surprised to look like. From what I think they- he's trying to talk about like Final Fantasy 15. He's kind of trying to make that comparison, uh, which is kind of button mashy. But you don't have the type of stuff that like the ATB and the type of stuff that you can do in this game. But I mean, the episodic stuff, yeah, it is what it is, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see how long these games are if they're actually separated into uh, full length games like they say they are. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, Wishbone says, uh, "Please, Beetle Adventure Racing with Spawncast Online." They need to reduce. I mean, who knows? You know, THQ Nordic's on a tear. They, they might do that. You never know. <laughs> Uh, they get together with Volkswagen and make that happen. Uh, Fusion fix it with a dollar no message. Thank you, Fusion. Uh, Isla says, anybody tried Pixar for Switch? Worth it. I haven't tried that yet. I Ark uh, terrified me, so I don't want to go near anything with Ark in its name. 
I mean, it is actually. It's you've seen it, right? You've seen it in pictures. It's just Minecraft Arc, right? Yeah, it's Minecraft Arc. Yeah. Um, I imagine it runs better. It can't run any worse. So <laughs> you say that now. Uh, yeah. Message deleted with one dollar. Thanks. Message deleted. All right. Uh, Did you guys wait. see the uh, the new one up arcades for the Teenage Mutant Ninja yep. Turtles? Yeah. Yep. Everybody wants. It. Everyone wants. I'm it. already budgeting for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh Perez says it's not exclusive. It's if it's also on PC. That's why they invented the term console exclusive. Console exclusive. Console exclusive. Uh, Joe Munger says Sony has Japan checkmate. I think that's against uh, Microsoft. Wait, that's illegal. Well, like Microsoft doesn't really like the Xbox barely exists in Japan. I think is what they're saying. Well, I, I think that's more last week. I, I think it's what we're talking about developers. I, I think that that person may be referencing to the fact that all the Japanese developers are on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Ian says Star Citizen finished in 2029. That, that is game's still, never coming out. That game's never coming out. It yeah. looks great. Every time I see something on, I'm like, wow, that's impressive. But yeah, I mean, that's why. I mean, look how much does that game cost so far? 180 million or something like that. Something yeah, crazy. That's why it looks great. But it's never going to be done. Uh, Brent says a spawn wave drinking Coors Banquet. No, I'm drinking uh, Deer Park Natural Spring Water Sparkling. It's lemon lime. It's lemon lime. Uh, John, do you know that right now we are the number one stream on YouTube other than the 2019 Le Mans 4 GT onboard cams? How many people are watching that one? 8.2. Okay. Should we raid them? Well, we can't do much about that, but... <laughs> <laughs> But YouTube knows YouTube knows where Saturday nights take place. Yeah. Everybody went to Twitch after that. What are you talking? That's the reason why no. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing well over there, it looks like. Uh, yeah, a little bit. How many <laughs> likes? How many likes does that one have though, Austin? Uh, I'll pull it up right now. Uh 6.4k. Ooh, more cameras available. See, they, we we have six hundred and ten likes, uh, so you know that's that's a, that's okay for the twenty five hundred people watching. I mean, I know, I know we can't get half of that number or anything like that because I mean, the Le Mans has how many? You said? Well, oh, hang on, it, it's eight thousand people watching. However, there's five different cameras that I could choose from, so I should take eight thousand divided by five. So that's oh, we have seven, we have seven cameras though. Mm. <laughs> no, like there's well, there's five different streams that I could choose from. <laughs> uh, uh, where was I? Oh, uh, I was trying to boost your numbers. Leave oh, me alone. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Memorial says uh, at Joe Munger. Oh, Switch. Are you sure about that? Talking about Sony in Japan. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo pretty much owns Japan at this point. The Switch. Uh, Jack says I played through Final Fantasy VII for the first time on Switch, having basically never touched anything Final Fantasy game, and loved it. Would you guys recommend 9, 10, or 12 next? Max, 10. you got that? Definitely 10. Do 10. 9, 10, and then 12. Okay. I say I do, do 10, 2 first. <laughs> <laughs> no, 10, 10, 10 is He's going to unsub, dude. Yeah. After, after I finished 10 and I did uh, the Chocobo races and stuff mm -hmm. and I got everything all maxed out, I put in 10 2 and I was like, you know what? My conversation I had with the guys, especially Dreamcast guy, he was like, you got to give it a chance. And I gave it a chance. And after two hours, I was like, nope. Oh, yeah. Well, at least you, at least you gave it a shot. You know, I feel like a lot of people dismiss it. Like, if somebody tries something legitimately with an open mind and doesn't like it, then you just don't like it. Hey, don't I, forget about 11. 
I I remembered why I hated it because they took all the personality that I loved of Yuna and now she has guns. Yeah. I, I like the whole uh, dress sphere thing. I think it was pretty interesting. But Yuna, this quiet little adorable girl who was facing all odds and summoning giant monsters to fight by her sides, she now shoots people in the face. While backflipping. Uh, While backflipping. And she's a pop star for some reason. What can I do for you? Okay, I'm not going <laughs> to. She says, if Netflix is putting a game on Switch, when will Netflix be going onto the Switch? Never. I, I don't know. I, that, that is weird that's not on there yet. Yeah, so. I got get, two games getting, coming. And we need games, baby. We need games, not not movies. We need games on the Switch. Oh, <laughs> uh, David says, which good Switch game do you think is going to get lost in the crowd for releases coming up? I'd say Damon X Machina, but I'm not sure if that's going to be a good Switch game. I, mean, I think it'll be average, but it's definitely going to get lost. There's yeah, no way. It's like mid games releasing right after Astral Chain and right before Zelda Dragon Quest, there's no way Damon X Machina shines. I think it's going to disappear. Evan, Evan's got words to say on that. I saw I, him. No, I don't, I don't mind it. Like that's the game I am looking forward to just because it is basically armored core monster hunter. So like, why not? I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to surprise a lot of people because there's, there, there is an audience for that mech style of game. Yeah. I mean, everybody likes, Legend of Zelda, I get that, but there is an audience for like Armored Core. There is an audience for people who want like Zone of Enders or people like that. So I mean, I think it, I think it can. Uh, and it can I, I feel like, that. yeah, and I feel like it's been long enough since we've gotten a good one. Like, exactly, it definitely feels like it's been long enough. There's Eric, enough users out there. That's why you have to. That's why you have to sell as many systems as you can. There's a lot of Switch users out there. There's going to be a lot of people that want variety. Is it going to sell crazy numbers? No, but is it going to do well enough to make the money and be profitable based on the type of game that it is? I, I think so. It should uh, probably release another demo to convince people about. Yeah, maybe. Eric. Uh, Eric says Nate. See, Nintendo got that third-party support finally. Yeah, they do. They finally got decent third-party support. Yeah. Uh, Kiro Tengetsu says uh, completely disagree, Nate. Nintendo 183. Nah. <laughs> Joshua says it's it's because Nate doesn't have a camera. Probably. He's blaming everything on that. Because he doesn't have a pro controller. He no pro controller. That's the reason why. <laughs> he has a camera. He just doesn't use it because it makes him look like he's in the Matrix. Which is why he should use it because that is baller. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. You would look breathtaking, Nate. No, you are breathtaking. No message there. The dollar thanks. Uh, Eric says, Nate, I know what you mean. Kisses. Uh, Kiritan Getsu says, wrong, Nate. They lined up their content. <laughs> <laughs> this direct was just spent. You know what? Major titles Nintendo was Fine. more. You know what? Going into E3, well, how did Nintendo phrase their E3? They said, we're going to show you our 2019 lineup. And you know what? They didn't even do their full 2019 lineup. They went up to September. Yeah, I guess. Well, Luigi's I'm going gonna, gonna to quote what I did in my own video. It was a June direct. We have to wait till the September direct to get the rest of 2019. Mm. And yeah. the September direct is going to be better than the E3 direct. Are they going to wait? You think they're going to wait all the way till then to date Luigi's Mansion for what we assume to be probably Halloween release? Put it this way. I know there's games coming from Nintendo coming out in 2019 that they have not yet announced. Like what? I'm not scared. <laughs> does it evolve? Does it evolve any first-party characters from Nintendo? Just yeah. Nate, just quickly between you and me, what is it? Yeah, <laughs> I won't tell two thousand five hundred seventy-four people at all. In a August or September direct. Does it include? Does it include a bear with a bird in his backpack? No. You're probably Damn. talking about Pikmin three. Does it include a bird who's in a backpack on a bear? 
Well, well, what about town? There's still town. Like people have been yeah, asking about that game. Have to date town. There's still stuff they have to date for 2019 that they just, I guess they said, eh, we're not going to do it at E3. We can wait there's, a couple. There's no oh, need. Mate? There's town? a lot of great games. Have we no heard need. about town since anything. No, no. no. Or well, they're just like sword and shield. I think that's yeah. <laughs> they gave us one new screenshot of town. Ooh. Wow, uh, town uh, game. Von Henry said Doug and Koizumi said the Direct was focused on games for everyone, and they delivered on that. On top of a few surprises, Nate is the Grinch in July. Man, everyone's after Nate. Yeah, uh, I believe the Grinch leak, so. Oh, man, here we go. <laughs> that was a great video, by the way, if you like ranting and they put the music. That was awesome. Uh, Sean. OJ and I not friends. He roots for fighting Amish. Wait! Oh no 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 no! I was visiting Notre Dame for football. Uh, for football. Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't because I was like a big fan. I was there on a football recruiting visit. Oh, so. sport. Fighting Irish. They're, they're not, yeah, they're game? not Amish. They're Irish. Yep, that's me. The Fighting Irish. Fighting Irish. Cross, Here I am. Cross my blue hair. Since Banjo Kazooie. Damn leprechauns. Got revealed for Smash. Do you think Rare might get back to focusing on making Banjo Kazooie games, possibly a remake? Uh, oh. Grant. Grant actually weighed in on that. I hope so. I mean, there's did they they had to have seen the hype just then of all that happening. You know, it was it was exciting to see Banjo back. So, I, I think Grant literally talked about that not happening. Oh, okay then. There you go. Dreams killed. Uh, uh, also, one, uh, fun fact: Grant Kirkhope knew about this in January. Oh, okay. Uh, Jack said update on Animal Crossing: no cloud saves. Thoughts? There's no, uh, there's no cloud saves for Animal Crossing? That's a bit it, surprising. It sucks, but it may be something to implement later. It, it seems like some games that are online-focused just don't work. I'm going to be honest. That's 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 actually something I'd want to back up to the cloud. Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay. 300 hours, your town just deletes. Uh, well, all... if you in any game that involves trading things away to other uh, people, you can't do backups. Like that Pokemon. makes sense. Yeah. Um, that's all the super chats. Evan, do we have any more Discord questions? Or no, we... we're clear on Discords. I edited some out just because they were redundant or wow. answered throughout the week. Okay, uh, so let's go around here. Uh, Austin, thanks for joining us tonight as a guest. Where can they find you, man? Here. I mean, not on this channel, but on YouTube. I make content about Pokemon and Zelda and other Nintendo stuff. And for very briefly, we're going to talk about Banjo because a lot of people watching the stream have no idea who he is and why he's so special. But tomorrow... At noon, 12.5 hours from now, there's going to be a great documentary video that I may or may not cry in. Okay, very good. And then, Max, where can they find you, man? YouTube.com slash DreamcastGuy. Uh, this coming week, I'm basically getting no sleep because I have three big videos. Monday, the Bloodstained Ritual of the Night review. Um, Thursday will be the review of um, Judgment. And then Friday is the review of Crash Team Racing. Okay. Uh, oh, and then uh, Ed Diaz says uh, Nate is objectively great. So there you go, Nate. Where can they find you, Nate? They can find me at Direct Feed Games on Twitter. They can find a link to my YouTube channel there, where I have a video where it's actually called "How I Was Wrong About the Nintendo Direct." And they can listen to it, and they can listen to my points made in that video. That's the words I want you to say, Nate. Thank you. Uh, uh, oh, and then Hellman says, "In before the end." Yes, you were. And then uh, OJ, where can they find you, man? Uh, yeah, you can find me right here on YouTube, um, Player Essence. I cover Nintendo, RPGs, Japanese gaming, uh, Trials of Man, all that good stuff. All those RPGs, Damon X Mark, and I cover all that stuff. And I'm also on Twitch for live streaming as well, where I do um, Q&As and all of that stuff. Just twitchtv. 
black uh, backslash uh, player essence or whatever. So yeah, you can find me there for live streaming, and then you can find me on YouTube for edited content. So what about uh what about Jordan? Where can we find you, man? You can find me on a bunch of different places on YouTube at this point. Um, so like I said last week, we did the games versus food channel that we started up, but we actually have a secret channel, which I haven't really fully announced. We have some videos on, uh, it's basically, I'm running it. It's movies versus food. So I talk about the newest movies in theaters. I compare them with food. It's like comedy, but unless you don't find it funny, which is understandable. Uh, and I eat weird food like kid cuisine or Lunchables from my grocery store and talk about men in black and, or high school musical. Cause I do retro or older films or, or, or rock decom films and stuff like that. What so. has your channel become? That's a different channel. Oh, okay. Uh, and then, uh, my oh, channel's and, nothing right now. And then <laughs> Do doom on replay actually in street lab says, uh, cheers guys. Thumbs up for the whole spawn cast crew today and RGT 85, wherever he is or whichever Sonic he's at right now. Uh, and then, uh, FNAF says, what's up, OJ. What up? And then, uh, butt muncher says y'all forgot to mention borderlands three and the outer worlds for game of the year candidates. Oh yeah. Borderlands three for sure. How, how could you forget there. that Jordan? Uh, I didn't want to uh, interrupt. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I also played a bunch of it. I have the habit of sometimes I forget stuff between the time when I between when I play it and when I review it. And uh, what about you, Evan? I'll just find me on Twitter at Kimmerix Project. I'll announce when I'm streaming there. You also see me with uh, John at Too Many Games coming up next weekend. I got hey. the new shirt for Too Many Games Special Edition. Some pins and stickers and stuff we'll be selling there for our channel merch. And you can also check out our uh, our channel store, the uh, Teespring for it, because we got the Neglectful Trainer shirt, which is kind of Pokemon themed, a little morbid, but I love it. Mm -hmm. And a hat, actually. We actually got a hat made, which is really cool. Uh, very cool. And then uh, Eric Pop Popovich says, Banjo is life. My brother and I have bonded over it as children. Um, that may actually makes sense for when Banjo came out. I, I agree. I played a lot of that with some friends and everything. So very cool. And that's going to do it here for Spawncast episode 115. Next weekend is going to be a pre-recorded ones because we will be at too many games but we'll at least have something for you guys saturday night uh but that'll do it here for us guys we'll see you next saturday uh night 9 p.m eastern time peace Bye.